Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Matt Taylor here with my good buddy. Kyle Amundsen. And we have Jay Howe, John Howard in the house. How are hey, you, doing, buddy? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. So we have been talking about having you on for quite some time. Because I forced myself on you. That's uh, pretty much what it was like. Yeah, yeah. it's true. <laughs> you grew on me like a foot fungus. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of the PJ Severson, uh, you know, uh, whatever treatment yeah. super hard to get rid of yeah 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 with you for life um so we have known each other ever predating the eclectic cafe yeah no i worked for you at oh yeah um, that's right at myers, myers so telemarketing oh, yeah as did i yeah. i forgot that you worked for me yeah no fucking way yeah uh, actually farrah was the one that kind of like took care of me huh I don't remember that. Yeah, she uh, she, she was she she like she like mother hand me. She so was super you, helpful. You and Meta like fall in the same pool of, of like people. Who, yeah, that's right. Because Matt doesn't I remember just, me from when we were teenagers either. And I and I don't remember Meta at all. Like I don't believe her. I think she's lying about her past. Even though there's pictures, and I know every single person that she hung out with. I just have no memory of. Her well, past. when Meta and I landed our spaceship here and decided to assume human IDs. Uh, we were, uh, you know. It's actually not a bad theory. That might be what that could. Yeah, I was thinking it was witchcraft, but I mean, it could be, it could be that because you're definitely more of an alien than a witch. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you used to work for me at Meyer Associates. Yeah. I, by the way, was the best boss ever, right? Uh, you were very good. Um, you were kind of weird back then. Uh, no, but you, you were no. in a weird place. I mean, I was a boss. I mean, you were still digging like the whole pirate thing, but you were like really straight edge and stuff. So. <laughs> when I first started, uh, my second day at work, uh, Logan was born. Oh Jesus! Oh God! Yeah. So what was it? Twenty eight. He just he just had a birthday. Yeah, it was like ninety four. Yep, ninety four. Yeah. So you remember when my son was born? I have to remember <laughs> that I had a. I had to. I I have to remember that I had a ninety four minivan. <laughs> <laughs> that's seriously how i remember i was like yeah my 94 minivan um and uh and then you used to hang out with the coco moon all the time yeah, yeah. correct and yeah. i remember we at one point we had talked about actually doing some kind of coffee shop kind of slash art project yeah well there was together. a lot of artish projects do you going remember around. what it was called no idea well i remember there was a time we were talking about doing a spoof on Tarantino films, oh. and you like had this like image of uh, you know pulling up on a bicycle, and then uh, the woman would be like, "Where'd you get this bike?" <laughs> and you'd be like, "It's not a bike; it's a bicycle, baby." Do you remember that? <laughs> and it was like a spoof on all the Tarantino films, and it was called yeah. like "Killing Pulp Dogs Named Zoe" or something like that. Was going to be like this the working title. And there was a bunch of ideas. It was like, I don't want to be Mr. Tope. And, uh... I don't remember that, but it's brilliant. And why we didn't do it. I don't it, know if it's brilliant. I don't, why we didn't do it, I don't know. But I think we should take this opportunity to now do it. Oh, I mean, I guess we could. I, there was a lot of, there was always one day I want to do it's this. A, it's a bike, baby. <laughs> it's no, it's, no, it's a bicycle, oh, baby. Oh, it's a bicycle, baby. baby. Huh. Yeah, that's pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, I just remember, like, pre-dating the eclectic. There was like, it was like me and you, and uh, probably Eric Dice, and I, I remember Little Dave, and I don't remember who else. But yeah. we were talking about doing Carl, Carl, maybe Carl, yeah, Desmond, Carl, yeah. Carl, and Jason were always in on that. And we were stuff. talking. Oh yeah, Jason too. We we're talking about doing some kind of uh, like coffee shop idea. It was the yeah. original thing that we went, and it was something mm -mm, eclectic. Do, 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 do. 
Oh. And, you know, I, it's very, very... Is that where the name came from? where the name, the Eclectic Cafe oh. came from. Was from that original thing. Because I even like went so far as to like get the non-profit status and, and all that. Oh, nice. And then... and. I think you were there, but we went and looked at the at the Burlington Northern buildings. Do you remember that? Um, I don't. I don't. Okay. Well, I remember you were in the group. But anyway, but that is where the original Eclectic Cafe came from. Hmm. Um, by the way, we couldn't be in the Burlington Northern buildings because they had oil spills. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Very dangerous. Yeah, there's <laughs> coffee shops there now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, apparently they... they and a restaurant yeah. opening up... I think it's open. It, the new pizza the place. Soft, oh, the soft open was uh, was yesterday, I guess. Okay. Yeah. And that's another three cheers, Prairie Bay. Yeah, um, yeah. Thing, so they're kind of taking over the world. Yeah. Which <laughs> is fine by me. Their food is spectacular. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love Jenna. Um, so uh, what have you been up to the last few years? Uh, I am, I, well, I work at Good Sam. Um, I'm a, uh, I just got a new title. I'm senior quality analyst for the Brainerd Lakes area. Oh, that's way too much. To yeah. So, yeah. I mean, so I'm, I'm Quappy John is what they call me because <laughs> Quappy is the quality assurance performance improvements, the branch I do. So, oh, I was, I was a hundred percent sure it was an Ojibwe word. Oh, okay. Hey, yeah. You know, no, I just go with that. Yeah. Well, it's, it, it's a it's dangerous solid. time to have a Q in your job title though. So, why? Oh, Q. You know, like the oh, whole, like the Q and I? Like the weirdos. Yeah. I mean, not weirdos. You do whatever makes you happy. <laughs> but um, I looked at the camera with sincerity when I said that. Oh, but, that's nice. um, uh, for those of you who are just listening. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we have a big chunk of them that, uh, that follow. That follow us. Uh, they're uh, they're they're uh, they make up an important part of our fan base. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah. So, no, I do that, and uh, I love that. It's a great job. So, so it's a basically it's a nursing home. Uh, yeah, it's a group of nursing homes. So uh, yeah. there's three that I look after. There's uh, Woodland and Bethany are both in Brainerd and near each other, and then the Pine River one. Um, and you've been doing that for what? But so, what do you? How do you do quality control in an environment like that? Do you? Is there like a? Are there like combines where the people compete to be able to become residents there? Uh, no, like it's a, actually how we compete to actually not be closed down by the government. Ah, so I think they run it a also lot. a good thing. Yeah. They kind of run a lot like Survivor. Yeah, it is. It There's really like is. Torches. It's, they take okay, so they, you don't measure their money. forty times or anything like that. Yeah. You know, like, no, they just they just keep taking money away and setting the bar higher <laughs> for what you have to do, and then see if you can continue to exist. It's that no, is it's, like Survivor. Yeah, it is. It is. It really is. I'm hoping that maybe there'll be some change in the near future with the new administration, but you never know. Honestly, I'll tell you, um, during uh, Republican reigns, we tend to get more money. Really? Yeah, like um, at least on the state level. So, mm. or uh, you know, it's usually bills put out by Republicans. So that kind of surprises that is me. Yeah, yeah, I would not. Yeah, but I mean, there's that, a lot of counterintuitive. Yeah, shit. that 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 surprises me. Yeah. How does that? Do we do we know what what do we attribute that? To? I have no idea. Uh, well, you know, family values. I mean, <laughs> it seems be. like an oxymoron with the current uh, climate. Oh, I'm a libtard, by the way, and uh, I know I'm the safe safe place is to talk about libtard issues. <laughs> we, so. th- that was one of the working titles I know, I know. of the show. I, I've watched your show before. Uh, yeah, I know, you yeah. know, I know. Um, yeah. Speaking of the elderly and libtard issues, yeah. I, did, I did have one. I, I was going to wait until like later on, but screw that. Um, <clears throat> so there was something I'd been meaning to, <laughs> something I kind of wanted to get off my chest that is related to you know these things. That giant brassiere? Um it's a bro's ear. You know, it's a man's ear uh, or a bro. Bro, that's right. Um, 
Man, you know, I've only seen a couple of episodes of that show, like in the big picture. That's a shame. I've probably seen ten episodes of like Seinfeld, and the ones that I've seen seem to have really significant, like, like, uh, not that there's anything wrong with that. I mean, like the ones that I've seen are ones that are huge, like, like, like pop reference. Yeah. Uh, You're t- we're talking co- about Seinfeld. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, I've seen ten of them too. Yeah. Greta's family uh, celebrates Festivus. Yeah, for the rest of us. Yeah. No, no, I mean, like, that is a holiday. I think they make lefts on Really? It, so not in the traditional sense, but yeah, it's like two days before Christmas or something. That's fantastic. And, uh, yeah, so, huh. and that's not her immediate family. It's a, a branch. But a they're, bar- yeah. they're like, and that's just out of Seinfeld? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Huh. I'm not a big fan. I was not a big fan of it, though I do really enjoy... Uh, his like YouTube channel. Uh, uh, what does he do? Something with cars. He drives around. Oh, comedians and cars getting coffee. It's yeah. spectacular. Like I've that. never yeah. seen that. Yeah, it's good. It's good. It's good. I'm aware of it, but I've never never tried to watch it. Probably because I'm watching too much garbage. Uh, like I'm always looking for the next really bad series uh, from uh, Finland or whatever to watch on Netflix. <laughs> Troll Hunter. Um, <laughs> I love Troll Hunter. You know, I heard that was good, and I just haven't watched it. I yet. made it like 30 seconds in. It just really? didn't for me. Uh, yeah, I got it. I liked it. Um, I watched like it, a, I watched so it by myself. Me. You watched what? I mean, this is a kind of how, you know, there's enough children around here. I can yeah. probably have talked somebody into watching Troll Hunter with me. No, I watched it all by myself, and really? I really liked it. Yeah, I fucking yeah, liked right. it. You that didn't get good. to share it with somebody like Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso. Do it. Yes. Do it. So good. I think you were one of the people that recommended yeah. that. Oh, yeah. No. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't Greta know found out we had free Apple TV because of her many Apple products. And uh, uh, we watched it. I'm like, oh. I felt like, this when, is, I felt like when you said many Apple products, you were not like, you were not endorsing. Uh, no, no, I have no Apple products. <laughs> zero. And, uh, yeah, but she has some. And, uh, I, likewise, I'm not a, uh, I mean, I will enjoy apple crisp. Uh, I, oh, yeah. I yeah, have yeah, to interject an apple thing here really yeah. quick. So, we know um, you're a convert, and we appreciate it. Yeah. So, yeah. like, I used to only do apple forever yeah, and ever yeah. and ever, and I got really pissed off. And I, like, even my computer, my main computer, which was a Hackintosh that, like, I had specifically built to run um, OS X, and, like, it, you know, it was a kind of a god machine at the time. I, I ended up fucking wiping all my hard drives and installing um, Windows 10 and just mm. being done with it and lost. I did it in a fit of anger and I literally lost like some irreplaceable things like porn. You know, um, <laughs> no, um, porn. A lot of video, though, tons of video footage that I'll never get back. But anyway, but Abby got a hold of me the other day and she's like, hey, uh, I need I, I need to get a, a Mac for my job. You know what should I get? And I was like, uh, just quit. I mean, like it's <laughs> yeah. not it's just a job. Like, yeah. um, is hipster like a career path now? Uh, what the? So she, uh, artisanal well, it was really funny. <laughs> What was the? It was that she needed to use iMovie, and so anyway, she ends up buying this iMac, and then I went out and helped yeah. her set it up or whatever. And then come to find out, you can just you can just buy iMovie. Yeah, you can just buy it for for Windows. Um, but she does. She does. She is enjoying her Mac, which you know. I get yeah. it. I, I I totally do get it because like they're convenient and they're like slick and they're whatever. They're just ridiculously expensive, and oh, they yeah. are built to go obsolete so oh, quickly and that unrepairable. You just have no, yes, they're unrepairable and they're built to go yeah. obsolete so quickly that you can't. Perfect. You just have to buy one yeah. every year, and it's just ridiculous. It, it's funny when Greta started her job um, doing uh, landscape design. 
uh, she was so surprised that the design world had switched over to PC is because you're doing 3D designing and rendering and you well Adobe like Adobe uh, just because it used to be there were a bunch of Mac products yeah. that were like the bomb for design yeah. and then Adobe which was a which was a PC based yeah. product they just took over the world and they did it with this subscription service so you can basically get a, a subscription to Adobe and it's all the best products in the world but now there's so many goddamn uh, open source pro programs yeah. I don't even I don't yeah. use anything that's not free anymore yeah. or I shouldn't say free like my, Filmora is the yeah. is my main editing software that yeah. I use to do the podcast and it, I pay 40 bucks a year for yeah. the licensing fee I mean it's That's free next to free it's free yeah, yeah. free well, adjacent they're doing it's it's a very specific software because it's for landscaping and it's right. got all your plants and all your oh, yeah. pavers and stuff and it's all 3D fly through and they do I mean they do really high end design they just did But that. it's all PC now. But it's all PC because yeah. you want to have just an insane graphics card and you, right. you, you know and you need to update that graphics card or, every year but in a PC you can actually you do, do that. that yeah whereas so, you just have to fucking fucking yeah. throw your Mac down the stairs and buy a new one. Yeah. But she she was so used to all the Apple features like only having one mouse button and i'm like honey let me show you how you can program these 25 mouse buttons you have to like do all your you know common everyday hotkeys and she was just blown away you know she's yeah. like how is that even possible then she didn't use them but <laughs> <laughs> fucking mac people yeah no um, i mean i was so mac loyal for so many years and it really like it was uh, right after Steve Jobs got the ass cancer that I just I like that was <laughs> that was an Eric sorry that was a, I, that was an that was owed to Eric Jenkins. <laughs> um, okay, so <clears throat> now that we know if we strayed away from okay, it, let me yeah. just bring us back to this: um, the elderly and libtard issues. Uh, so once again, uh, the president, Mr. Biden. Um, He's he did, he did the himself. He, he did, yeah. Who was definitely elderly? Um, did the unthinkable and unforgivable in the eyes of a lot of conservatives? He complimented a young woman who was sitting in the audience when he was speaking. He said nice things to her. How dare he? Yeah, um, I didn't hear about this. What nice things did he say? Um, he, well, he like, said her hair like, smelled really good, and then he licked her. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, and this young lady here, you know, and he like com complimented on her hair and stuff like that. Oh, he did compliment on her hair. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, he should learn by now not yeah. to do that. That and is a little. You can't learn when you have Alzheimer's. And I, That's like, true. You know, it's all over, you know, it was on Facebook and stuff like that, and they were outraged because he's a pedophile. Well, he's a pedophile because he, like, is comfortable around children. He smells kids' hair sometimes. He's basically... He's he's that old guy, uh, you know. And I, I I was and I so many times I've had to explain this to people. Um, you know, just because you're like you can like kids and you can be that old person, like they come from a world where like maybe children weren't sexualized as much, so they don't see it as anything wrong to like compliment a child. Um, I think or I, be I think like it's, warm and friendly I think towards it's kids. Like your divine right, once you like hit a certain age. That you can definitely be like creepy, but you can also be crotchety. And I am cannot wait till I pass that. Oh, crotchety, oh, super I want to be crotchety. I'm working. I'm I'm practicing hard on that. Do you think? Um, I know you have you have kids, obviously, and grandkids, yeah. and you have kids and. and grand uh, well, actually, I guess I had a grandchild, but we we uh, absorbed it. Yeah, we absorbed oh, right. him with the adoption. Okay. Ha -ha. okay. So, no longer grandfather. All right. Anyway, the point is. 
uh, people uh, I know who like children, I'm not one of them, tell me like <laughs> babies have this smell, like a lot of women like the smell of newborn babies. Greta and I aren't like that, but... Um, you know, and they want to smell babies and they're like, oh, that baby smell. And maybe that's like a thing. You is notice that, that there is like people say that, but you notice when you go and get your car washed, there is no new baby smell that they offer you to hang from your, no, from your, no, your, no. Yeah. yeah. It's well, a, like the extracting the process is not humane. So <laughs> then you can no longer get it in the United States anyway. I think it really boils. I down, bought some overseas. Was, I think it, it really boils down to your new baby smell. And I think there's a real thing. I think there's some pheromones that go on there that basically just make us so we don't want to bash it against a tree because it's sucking on our wife's boobies. You know, there's a book about that. Speaking of books, and we've spoken about books a lot, um, Larry Niven's Protector. Have you ever read that? Uh-uh. No. You should definitely listen to that. It talks about a lot about how we are genetically predisposed to protect and take care of our yeah. own children and if we don't have our own children to be protect and take care of then we become more involved with protecting and taking care of the community oh interesting so the idea is if you have children you lose sight of your community you literally become more selfish yeah. yes yeah. which makes sense so yeah you I, should I, check it's I, a very I good book. yeah um yeah we um kyle john and i have a uh, like a group chat going on that's literally like just about like audiobooks yeah so, well but i, don't I, but I barely participate audios. because i only read like guilty pleasure books the last uh like non-fiction book that i read was that uh um uh what was it a uh, a libertarian walks into a bar yeah and you said not as- no walks into a bear and it wasn't that great no. um you know i it basically i mean but then again like why did i read it it just confirmed it wasn't it, it was it was probably fair but it just confirmed what i already felt about libertarians um hmm. and uh you know and it it was it was it had entertaining parts but a lot of that was just because I'm from a really small town and he was writing about a really small town so i felt like i knew a lot of those characters I, I, yeah i don't do a lot of is it nonfiction? Is that fiction? Is fake? Okay, nonfiction is not. I always, fake. I always yeah. fuck that up. That's so okay. the non-fake uh, one, like the last one I read, and I don't read very many of them, but uh, Enlightenment Now by uh, Stephen Pinker. That was an interesting one. Um, I'm, I read stuff that's work-related, you know, that's nonfiction. That you like, read, read? Yeah, like, and yeah, I usually read. But no, I've listened to them. I've listened to like um, Seven Habits and. Uh, uh, modern meaning standard and stuff like that. But also I read, um, it's by the guy who created the, and I can't remember his name and forgive me. It's, uh, from India, but he, uh, came up with the checklist for surgeries oh. and it's called the checklist manifesto. And he explains the importance of checklists and, uh, keeping things organized and Interesting. You know, doing stuff. Did you know? Okay, this is from the book. So I think it was the B fifty two, which was uh, you know the bomber during yeah. World War Two. I love Love Shack. Yeah, there was yeah, a- no, that's a great song. I also like uh, Jesus Rome. Christ. Stay Rome is one of my favorites. Rock Lobster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm no, sorry. No, I'm sorry to everyone. The B fifty two bomber. Yeah, the B fifty two bomber um, was considered too complicated to fly, and so that's what they created the checklist for. Because there were so many oh. working things just to get it up in the air and do all your things, so they created checklists for it. And that's you know kind of where the modern checklist came from, and he gives great examples. Anyway, for a nonfiction book that was solely re- read for work because it was suggested at a conference I was at, I enjoyed it a lot. Huh, interesting. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mostly nonfiction. I just podcast. Yeah, like, have a length list. But but I don't want to. I don't want to. We just totally glossed over the 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 whole working in a nursing home. Oh yeah, thing. sorry. And I yes. do want to just get back to it because I think it's kind of important. Yeah. So this was a rough fucking year to, to, to work <laughs> yeah, in a nursing home. Just kind of. I mean, not just budgetary constraints. And um, there was that. <laughs> but also just the fact that like, you know. Families couldn't come and visit. No, no one. No one could. You had to screen everyone at the door. You had to test everyone uh, on up to, depending on your county's positivity rate, twice a week, which is the majority of COVID. We were testing all of our staff twice a week Jesus. and our residents weekly. And and it's like, and, you know, for the most part, you know, like, you know, if you fucking drop the ball and you got COVID and you spread it to a few people, I mean, eh. They know, pretty much died. It's, well, right. For the most part, yeah. it's not a big deal. Or it wasn't a big deal. But, <laughs> it was now, a big but in your case, oh, like, yeah. all no, of a sudden, it super it's a fatal big deal. deal. Yeah, like, it's yeah. a fatal yeah. deal, right? And so, yeah, there's that. There was, when it first started, you, you remember the early days of COVID, we had no clue what was happening. So Well, we did because we talked to Ange. This is true. We we literally like had a. Oh no! I saw your show. Yeah, we, I mean, we had a two day lead on on everybody else, <laughs> and we, I was shitting my fucking pants. No, I mean after that, I mean we knew COVID was coming, but we didn't know how bad it would be or how bad it wouldn't be. We well, over we over prepared, so we had um, we took an entire wing of the building, sectioned off with uh, double walls of plastic. Okay, uh, made sure it was negative pressure. Right, oh, wow. even though that wasn't recommended, but I'm like, why wouldn't you? So right. you've read uh, enough sci-fi books, like yeah, 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 I, yeah. I'm not dumb. So and that wasn't tough. It was just placement of the plastic walls, so they were, uh, you know, compared to the intakes and the the right. vents. So we did that, and then, uh, you know, we had outside doors that would only be accessible for that. We had uh, antechambers for donning and doffing of protective gear. And then a double wall into the actual unit. We had a delivery system. I mean, we had it all. We had seven campers slash somewhere like ice houses, fancy ice houses, parked in our parking lot where the staff was living so that they could uh, wouldn't have to go home and worry about it. Seriously? Yeah. We had a, the college has a fire department training and they have a, a decontamination shower that was parked in our parking lot. So staff would leave the unit and go shower there. And, of course, we had segregated staff. What if the staff didn't want to? Stay? They didn't have they to. They didn't have to. It was just something you, you yeah, offered. It was something we offered. And, I mean, they were filled up. I mean, Jesus. it was crazy. We had FEMA brought in some nurses over, I believe it was Memorial Day weekend last year, because it was just so – we were having such staffing problems because – and this was before the current staffing crisis. This was because, you know – eight of your staff or 10 of your staff or whatever at a time have COVID or even just have exposure to COVID. Yeah. Cause so that's like, I mean, it, it just, it just cancels. I mean, you, no, you don't... We, it, in the nursing home, having been exposed to COVID isn't, we can't kick out everyone who was exposed to COVID because literally everyone was in the building was exposed to COVID once one resident has it. So, so that was what I was going to, so you did, took all of these really pretty, I mean, I wouldn't say drastic, but you know, like more than recommended precautions yeah. and still yeah, COVID crept in. Yeah. Well, I can relate though. I mean, when gas prices went up recently, I did chase down and kill some people on the highway wearing chaps and a mohawk. You know, a plastic bag with you all. <laughs> well, I was actually going to say that, you know, you think you overreacted. You should see Kyle's prepper closet. <laughs> um, it is impressive. So, 
Uh, but and despite doing that, I mean, like like you said, it still crept in. I don't regret doing that. No. And a lot of it was, you know, some res some staff brought their own campers. We rented a few from the RV place or the ice house place. Yep. Um, we, uh, you know, we had oh we had because they didn't necessarily have the toilet water capacities. We had biffies brought in for those. Right. And I mean, and the uh, the fire department I think just offered theirs. Because we were the first place in Brainerd to get it, which, well, no, technically it was, um, oh, the the drug rehab place, Teen Challenge. Oh, got yeah, it yeah, first. yeah, I remember that. But it didn't really show up because uh, it was someone from out of county, so. Oh, right. Yeah, because that was kind of interesting because they would actually yeah. count whatever they county were, you were the, from. County yeah. you were from, which was kind of confusing. But and yeah. the rumors I heard is it went pretty rampant through the staff there, so. Um, well, yeah, you're in treatment. You're yeah. just banging everybody. I don't know. That I don't know. Might happen. I don't know. And it's and that's a religious based program anyway. So I'm pretty sure they were, you know, they were being they, cleansed they, by God. Yeah. They probably felt protected. But, uh, oh, we'll get into God. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll, um, we'll, we'll talk about but, that. I, but no, that's that's very. And it, that's a really interesting perspective because I mean I've talked to so many people who kind of are like, well, it really wasn't that big of a deal. You know, and you know, in in all reality, this was the most, this was the most um, mild of possible global pandemics that we could have had. I mean, it could it could have been a much worse pandemic. And my yeah. God, I hope some eyes were opened. Well, you know. I so do I because we uh, ha we we dropped up. the fucking ball on the uh, on on basically like on like uh, what we call what is it like um uh you know like. Pandemic response, uh, Corona light. You know, I mean, it was, yeah. it was, it was just such a no. comparatively. Now that does. Lisa wasn't Ebola, right? That yeah. does not. Well, you Thank know, God. even yeah, well, Ebola, but even just if we just went to like, um, you know, the um, uh, uh, eighteen twelve flu. Uh, oh yeah. Levels. Um. Well, fuck. I don't know. Like, I, I don't know if we could have could have handled that in this country. Well, taking the way that we handled it, what we got, what we, the way we handled it this way. And I'll tell you. Okay, so one thing we do is, you know, we drew, and people said not to, we weren't expecting this. So every year we drill multiple times for emergencies, right? right. It's required by law. So four times in the last three years we had drilled on pandemic response, right? Right. Different things. It was like a... a a strong flu variant or whatever, but we had drilled for this. I we had a stockpile of N95s. We had about uh, 1,100 of them. Go, so you're the problem. Go, you're the reason. No, going into this, but <laughs> but we, that was stuff that Jude had stockpiled. We were prepared. For years. We had we had protocols that we had written because of these scenarios, these drills, this role playing we did, where we had plastic sheeting and we had a lot of that stuff, and we were ready for that. Um, I wanted not, to thank you for the cases that uh, I bought from you on Craigslist too. Oh, <laughs> That's not true. Uh, uh, that was a joke. Yeah. Anyway, no. Um, so you know, we were we were pretty ready. Um, but there's a system in place, and it's if you don't have enough, you know, PPE protective equipment, you call the county, uh, and they'll help arrange through different places. And if then somebody doesn't know what PPE is at this point. Oh yeah, they are, sorry, they are sorry. not allowed. They're too dumb to listen to this podcast. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Okay, so you call the county. Uh, <laughs> you can still be a host. <laughs> you, you call the county health nurse if they can't get it for you. You call uh, the 
in our case, it's the Central Minnesota Healthcare Preparedness Coalition. That's our team we drill with, right? And there's like seven coalitions in the state. And then they go up to the state level. And then the backup for everyone is the the federal stockpile of all this PPE and emergency equipment, which amazingly turned out to not be there. And to not exist, right. Yeah, because, um, well, someone decided it wasn't important anymore. Right. And they sold it to me on Craigslist. <laughs> well, and, and even worse than that, and I don't want to get too far down that rabbit hole, but um, even worse than just it not being there, yep. they were literally, you, you know, uh, the federal government was literally outbidding yep. states yep. for, you know. That was a weird, contracts. I remember that. That was, that struck me as fucking weird. Fucking weird. Yep. I mean, like, yeah. ooh. So obviously, hopefully going yep. forward, like, uh, if there is another yeah. uh, pandemic, it, it like, uh, we'll be a little bit more prepared, yeah. but well, we're still not following like the the pre COVID guidelines. Pre COVID guidelines were if you had like a bad case of you know the flu in your building, right? You'd put on an N95. You go into that room. You do cares or whatever you need. Help them to the bathroom. Clean them up. Give them their pills. Whatever. You'd walk out. You'd take off that N95 and you would throw it away. And every person would do this every time they went into the room that whole shift and the next shift and the next shift to do that for everyone in a building for an entire shift or an entire day or two days, I think is that's why when I told you we had like 1195s, that was because that's a two day supply Oh Jesus! under the original standards. But so it's was, impossible. Yeah, it, it's impossible. Well, and if you only have it in one facility, then you reach out to other facilities state county whatever federal right, because and you're fine but when it's a pandemic there will never be enough to do that hmm. that's interesting yeah so then so how did you have to modify your your guideline oh you got one regular surgical mask for five days at first and then later it was like one every day and that's pretty much where we're at right now but it's a surgery well for our covid unit when we had it it was n95 and it was all day but it was sometimes it was multiple days, um, if I recall. But uh, you weren't taking them off very often, and you were going into other rooms because every, it's called cohorting. It just take everyone with the COVID in one spot, right? So you're not carrying it from room to room. Well, you are carrying it from room to room, but it doesn't matter. I'm starting to think that like resident prepper should be a job title, like at all of these. Yeah. Facilities. Oh, absolutely. Like, yeah. Like, like, oh, what, what do you do here? I'm in charge of hoarding. Yeah. <laughs> like, I've got a bunker down below here, and uh, you uh, know, and uh, yeah, stockpiling. And there's never enough storage. Uh, so, did you were you able to weather the storm with with avoiding COVID? Uh, no, no, we got COVID. Oh, uh, you me, got it too? Pers- me personally, yeah. no, no, I did not. You didn't get it. Uh, no, I am. Uh, First of all, I'm not a frontline staff member, right? Okay, so you are not going into the I'm not going into the COVID as... unit, right? I, I I went into rooms with COVID to help when we when it would hit, like so we had three waves, right? And when it would hit, like it'd be an entire hallway, right? Right. And you know, you gotta get all those people out of the building, around the building, and into the the COVID unit, right? And you know, I'd go in to help move and I'd help move, but I was super careful. I say my hands are still pretty terrible from Chap. hand sanitizer. Yeah. Um, even though I use plenty of lotion, um, you know, it was, I managed to avoid it, but I, so I would go home and I would take off my shoes outside, 
right? Carry them down, go down into the the furnace room, essentially, where I would spray down everything that I couldn't wash with Lysol, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Then I, I mean, including, I went to a, a Slim Front Pocket wallet, uh, not the brand name you've seen advertised on YouTube, but uh, uh, because I could sanitize it, because I could spray it down, right? Um, and I'd spray all that stuff down, my keys, everything. Then I'd take my clothes, I'd throw them in the wash, you know, spray down my shoes, and then I'd jump in the shower, scrub head to toe, and then I could feel safe. I could feel comfortable. You were comfortable doing like bed home. bug protocol right there. Yeah, I was, I was, do, well, I was doing what needs to be done. Well, in my day job, every once in a while, yeah. I have to go in and clean oh, okay. up apartments, yeah. and I've had, been in a few that had bed bugs, and that, that, That's, it sounds like yeah. bed bug protocol. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not the only one who did that. I know, you know, so you were able to avoid getting it. How yeah. about your staff? I mean, obviously. Yeah, no, our staff got it. Um, we we had a grand total of 66 residents get it, 22 of which passed. Mm. So a third. Um, we had a grand total of 68 staff get it. Um, and that's, and the, the residents of pre, we've had, since vaccination, we've had like five staff get it, no residents, because they did not get vaccinated. Right. Because I, I will say... Uh, but doing, why would you? Uh, yeah. So our staff um, is about... Is actually, for Good Samaritan Society as a whole, 40% vaccination rate for staff. Working in a... Now, okay. So I, now, I, I don't, I'm I, kind of a libertarian. Or oh, Wait, I, I, did I actually say that? But I'm definitely like... I definitely like him in, in pro-civil liberties. Yeah. But on the other hand, like you're working in a facility where people are like... You know, very um, uh, what's the yeah. right word? Uh, okay. Vulnerable, vulnerable yeah, yeah. to this. Okay, let me like, say that you this, can't make it mandatory. This is like an industry standard. That forty percent is like an industry standard in the Midwest, right? In California, it might be better. The problem is it can't be mandated because it can't it, be. Well, okay, no. Let me take this back. At first, it couldn't be mandated because it was an emergency authorization, and until it has full authorization, you can't mandate it. But then, actually, like last week, they said, "No, you can mandate it. That's okay um, for your workers, or they could choose to work other places." However, uh, there is a staffing problem, a, 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 and it, worldwide, well, not worldwide, countrywide, in pretty much every field, which includes. Nursing. So, uh, like, if you were to say, "Okay, guys, you have to get vaccinated," and and sixty uh, percent of your staff left, and they could because they could go find a job somewhere else that's not mandated. They could find because, a job literally anywhere. Like, literally, yeah. they could go yeah. to Walmart, yeah. and and work yeah. the overnights and make more money yeah. than they're probably making, yeah. because it's just the way yeah. it is. Um, and and then you just wouldn't be able yeah. to operate. Yeah, that's correct. That's fucking bullshit. Yeah, but okay, let me. I'm, now I've kind of put down staff in general. I I believe that the staff uh, we have in the area is awesome, and I, I want to tell a story. So we have these people who gave up their life for months at a time, living in campers, right? You know, to do this. People who were working, you know, uh, sixteen-hour shifts, eighteen days straight. You know, just yeah. in terrifying conditions at times because they hadn't had it yet or right. whatever. Well, and also like I can just putting myself in their position. Yeah. I would be not just so terrified that like fuck it, I'm a I'm a healthy person. Yeah. I, I mean, I think I can I think I can hack it. And I did get covid and I did hack it. Yeah. 
but I don't want to kill anybody. Right. I don't want to be the one responsible for fucking killing. Well, the people they were working with already had it, you know, at, at that point. Okay. So well, that's good. But, no, still. but that's not even the point. Yeah. I don't want to kill anybody else. Right. right. I don't want to no. end up making a mistake going out in the community no. and fucking killing somebody else's yeah. grandpa. No. Yeah. No. I and I get well, and like I said, a lot of them were decontamination showers and. Uh, you know, staying in campers, right? You know, Be- it would. So they're literally. I mean, they're working yeah. eighteen yeah. hours yeah. a day, but yeah. they're literally like, yeah, yeah. never leaving because yeah. that's it. And then, uh, so literally, my definition of hero is what that is. And then there was you saw all over the country people protesting nurses and long term care people because they were somehow promoting masks or whatever. You'd see. <laughs> And I was just like, you sons of bitches, you know, I, it had can to be I a swear super... on this podcast? No, you absolutely can't. <laughs> you know, none of that. Uh, anyway, no. So, I mean, literally heroes. As a matter of fact, so about two weeks ago, um, 14 of our staff who had worked in the COVID unit all wanted to go to Vegas together, right? They went through a year of hell. They were all going to go to Vegas together for a few days, it, which obviously in normal circumstances, you'd say... You can't all take the same time off, right? I mean, it was a huge chunk of our nursing staff. But we talked about it, and we're like, yeah, no, they absolutely deserve it, right? They have to do it. I'm like, I'll do whatever you need. I, I'm technically a CNA. So I worked uh, I worked a floor shift, right? And um, which reminded you me. You only killed like three people. <laughs> no, it was no, fine. <laughs> no, it, it, it went surprisingly well, except it was an overnight shift, and I only got two hours of sleep. I worked a day shift doing my job, and then I two hours of sleep, worked an overnight Somehow I'm not feeling bad for you when you're just telling me about yeah. these fucking. Oh people. yeah, right, 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 yeah. right. No, I learned I'm a I'm a pansy compared to them. They're 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 pretty awesome. And it was I mean it was like I had nine. Uh, it was myself and an RN, and we had nine residents who were mostly just needed. It was short term care, so it was like they'd had a hip replaced or whatever, you know. And it was easy stuff. And uh, yeah, and it, it, we had a COVID scare that day. We had a um, a. Uh, questionable test and two other people in that unit who had had um, uh, high temperatures, high-ish temperatures, not 100.4, but high-ish. So we had went to, back to N95s. So I actually uh, I had to shave to wear the N95 because oh. my beard was doing really well. So I just brought home the N95, put it on, went around it, and that's why my... That's why you have, that's like why I have the, the semi-mutton chop? Yes. A right, questionable yes. test. Yes. Uh, that's like... Uh, Back in the day, like my my first HIV test, yeah, yeah. C plus, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, it, it was out. just You're like it was positive. Yes, I never <laughs> pass anything. Well, these tests are these instant tests we use are actually very accurate. And I've actually, in my experience, they're more accurate than the PCR tests where they shove the thing all the way up your nose, right? The so it's a swab. You put some drops into a little card. It's like a pregnancy test. You shove it in there. You close it down. You wait 15 minutes. One line, you're uh, you're, you're fine. No, one line, you're fine. Two lines, you're COVID positive. Three you lines, know. you're pregnant. Yeah. Three, <laughs> no, yeah. Three lines, you're pregnant. Well, you're pregnant with a COVID baby with two lines, I guess, oh. is what it is. So, um, so you know, we've had those. And for the most part, they're very accurate. There's a fair amount of user error can can happen. I mean, if you put in way too much fluid, it like... I don't know, the, the little test strip area will flood and not portray accurately. But for the most so, part, but, you get a pretty good, but, and yeah, then if yeah. you find a test that is questionable, you just retest. and then yeah, yeah, yeah. But you have to have, it, it, once you have a questionable test, you have to get two, pos, or two negative PCR 
tests, the deep nose ones, the nasal pharyngeal ones, uh, more than people 24 had, hours apart before you can take someone off protocols. And people were, people hated those. I mean, they, yeah, were, they, they, were, they weren't pleasant, but they weren't that bad. Did you have them yeah. twice a week for months on end? No, I No, did you not. didn't. Okay. <laughs> so you get, you, you kind of get used to them. I, so I, they I, wake I, you I up. I had two. One, one was at a center in Brainerd, yeah. and they, it, like, I think that bitch, like, seriously, yeah. like, I think she was getting, like, yeah. paid to get some actual brain matter. Yeah, yeah. Because she was just, like, grabbing the back of my head, <laughs> fucking, fucking, you know. And then the next, which, that one was horrible. And then the next one I had was done by the by, by the Army. Yeah. Um, it, uh, um, it was down in uh, Little Falls. And that one, they just didn't go up very far, but they had to do it for 30 fucking seconds and just oh, run Jesus. it around my nose, which is, like, y- you, it is really, really hard not to bat somebody's hands away. Yeah. When they yeah. are, when it's like yeah. they're doing that, because it tickles so bad, yeah, yeah. and I'm, you know, your you, eyes are watering, yeah. and I'm just like, I'm trying not to fucking bat them away. But then I was like, oh, I guess the guy with the gun, yeah, I didn't, I don't, <laughs> probably can deal with it. Yeah, no, um, it's it's one of those things where it really pays to have someone with gentle hands. Like I, I had figured out which nurses had the gentlest hands and the gentlest touch doing that, and I made sure to go get my test at the time they were testing, huh. like. I found a way to numb my face. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> like, they could, they, they, it's like, fucking covered right. with white shit. I don't yeah. know what the hell's going on here. No cocaine for six hours. Come back and get retested. <laughs> the fuck are you doing? I'm sorry. Hey, wait, don't waste that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that, it had to be really, really frustrating for you. I mean, it was frustrating for me and I didn't do a lot during COVID. I mean, it was like, you know, and like, you know, but it had to be really frustrating for people to hear this constant blah about like, oh, it's fake or, or it's, it's just the flu. Yeah. Oh, and, no. You know, and it, it was so funny. I'd post things like because I have get CDC letters every week about um, flu and yeah. have forever. And I have all the stats on that. And that's part of what I do. Right. And so I'd be like, last year, Minnesota had 94 flu cases. And this is before COVID. Mm-hmm. 2018 to 2019 flu season, right? Had uh, 94 deaths from the flu. Okay. There were days where I'd be like, oh, yeah, they had 94 deaths from the flu in last year's flu season. We've had 100 deaths in the last three days. And people would argue with me and be like, no, you know, they just mark everything up as, as COVID. And yeah. I will tell you, that is, I, without giving too many details, I saw examples of Someone had had COVID. Uh, they had been an elderly person had had COVID, had been out of the COVID unit for like, you know, two weeks, died suddenly, and they're like, nope, not COVID. Because if, right. it's, if it's like 10 days past your first symptoms, you did not die of COVID. Hmm. Yeah. I When I do hear people like, you know, being blah, 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 yeah. like it's not real, I'm just like, yeah, I mean, I don't know how I feel about it. I mean, my dad died of COVID. And oh, that's and right. It usually yeah. shuts them the fuck up. Yeah. Now, just because I was happy he died doesn't I mean, mean right, right. that I that he didn't that it's not tragic he died yeah. of COVID. Yeah. You are making a face like I need to qualify that answer. No, not at all. No, why I mean, would I know? I mean, do <laughs> I mean, viewers know? like <laughs> listeners know about they fucking better. They think I'm on a monster. Alzheimer's <laughs> is a terrible disease. Yeah, yeah well, Alzheimer's for years. He was non. What happened was he was about to blow up a bus full of nuns, <laughs> and COVID took him really suddenly. 
So <laughs> if you're wondering how that happened, actually, why Matt said that. Actually, that's not, that's not like all that unreasonable of a statement if we were just talking a few years before that. Yeah. Because during that, like, during that slide, uh, you know, when he was sliding into Alzheimer's, there were times where he was like, we're blowing up a... Uh, Busful and nuns was not out of the question. Hey, you can know? I get a plug in here for one of my volunteer activities? Absolutely. All right. So, <laughs> no, I, is it is it blowing up a busful of nuns? <laughs> no, no, oh, it's okay. Alzheimer's related. <laughs> okay. So, well. I volunteer for the Alzheimer's with the Alzheimer's Association as a facilitator for a uh, group. We do it um, virtually now, so we do it by phone. But it is a support group of caregivers for people with Alzheimer's. So, if you have a family member with Alzheimer's, if you care for a family member with Alzheimer's, it's a support group where people, you can get together with people going through the same thing and you can, you know, share back best practices, you know, get get it off your chest, just get an hour a month away, you know, whatever. You know, really, I, this should be in person and they should just get wasted. <laughs> right, no. That, they just, well, we used to do it in person, then COVID hit. The reason I... Um, volunteered to continue doing it uh virtually is because i have a group of people from a large area land-wise and mm. and i'm going to be absorbing some from other groups that are going back to in person and you have mm. people who can't leave for that hour it's right like maybe because an hour drive and an hour right yeah if, so by by the time i come back yeah. you know yeah um who knows pop will yeah. have uh will have made uh pizza in the toaster yeah and, uh yeah and now the house is on fire yeah so um, yeah, no, it's, but you can just go to the Alzheimer's Association website and, uh, find the information there. And, uh, it, it's really good. You know, it's just, it's just an hour, uh, a month. So it's not a whole lot of time. Uh, and Good Samaritan Society pays me to do it. I, they pay for my time while I'm volunteering to oh, do cool. it. Oh, so, cool. That's very cool. Yeah. And, uh, you know, um, so I'm doing it for my office and being paid during that time, but. Paid volunteer stuff is something that I was not aware of until uh um like my wife's company they do like like and if you work for a company that like that will like pay for volunteer stuff do it yeah, yeah. kudos because that's a awesome progressive like i mean that's a fucking great company yeah um okay now somebody's gonna be like i know about a company that you know and they're gonna be horrible but whatever um but no i had never heard of that and uh christine uh like like her, her company they do that and i'm like that's fucking amazing yeah you know yeah. and great and they should get like a shitload of credit yeah for that sort of thing yeah yeah it's well good sam does it uh every employee gets eight hours a year uh, oh, which cool. isn't a ton, but and this is outside. It's of that. still yeah. So I do I do a bunch of other volunteer stuff like let's go fishing and Sertoma flags and Winter Wonderland and stuff like that. So that's you know that's time I can use for that. All too. right, stop uh, virtual signaling. Okay, <laughs> time's up. What are you, John Carlson? You fucking saint. <laughs> <laughs> fucking virtue signaling that's another thing he does not like i no he does I, not he does not virtually yeah. no i did see like, like the worst virtual signaling ever though and i can't say who it is yeah but he's a giant person right you like are we on the same page yeah i but saw that too i was like body 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 you can do good stuff and you don't have to like yeah. tell everybody so let's not say who it was but there was a per- and if you know just there was a person on facebook who told this very neat story about yeah, did finding a, did a good thing homeless person and they a person they used to know so they brought him in a hang out to dinner and got him a hotel which hey good for yeah, you awesome good on good you. you absolutely why the fuck are you putting this on facebook social media yeah like i mean the, the, like it's like hmm. 
the Bible is pretty clear that you shouldn't do that. You know, if whatever the right hand gives, the left hand shouldn't know about that kind of thing. Oh, is this about also known as the stranger? <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying. Are we doing this? Is like it over? Two thousand years ago, they were talking about don't virtual signal. Okay, actually, <laughs> very nice segue okay. because I did want to bring up the God thing. Okay, so I we, we were uh, Kyle and oh, I were talking. One last thing about virtual signal. Oh, Jesus Christ! Yes. I'm sorry. Um, like for those of you that think like anytime someone does something good and is not being a piece of shit, like that's virtual signaling. That's not exactly how that works. Because um, I have I've seen some of that on Facebook. I'm like, no, that person isn't guilty of virtue signaling just because they're not a piece of shit. Like, no, you can be a piece of shit is, and not. That person right, is know? guilty of being virtuous. It kind of yeah. uh, there's, <laughs> a, there's a lot. There's a huge difference yeah. between well, but between virtual. Si- it kind of shows you where even, the person that's accusing them is coming from because yeah. like they can't fathom a, yeah. a reality yeah. where someone is doing something without something to gain. Yeah. And you, you know? can definitely be virtuous yeah. and virtue signal. Yeah. That's it happens all the time. You yeah. could be doing. Yeah, nice I'm not a fan of either of right? you, you can be doing nice shit <laughs> left and right, but if you got to fucking toot your own horn yeah. about it, well, then you're a virtue signaler. Yeah. Which I find fucking annoying and a bad strategy because, like I like we've talked about before, personally, I'm a fan of letting of, of making people think that I'm an absolute total piece of shit. So anything that I do that surprises them, I, I get credit for. So you know, they're like, you know, he's right? he's on his way. Yeah, yeah. You know, no, that's great. Everyone yeah, should say and, that. It's like, you yeah. Know, so like, yeah, you don't you don't if, if you if everybody like if you start with the assumption that you're wonderful. Then people are only going to be disappointed if you're not wonderful all the time. But if you start with the, you know, if people are under the assumption that you're a piece of shit, and then you, you anything the nice that you do right. is a big win. You pick up a piece of garbage and throw it in the garbage. Strategy. Like, Look at yeah. that. I'm sorry. Strategy. Yes, virtue signal. Back Let's to talk God. About God. Uh, so uh, Kyle and I were talking uh, a little bit before this, and like, uh, um, I have known. I don't even know. You know, hundreds and maybe even thousands of people in my life who have like, you know, like lost their religion. You know, mm-hmm. um, but I, you are the only person I know that <laughs> found religion and didn't become a fucking asshole. Right. Okay. So what were you addicted to? Uh, not, not, not <laughs> exactly. Right. Because that is usually how people yeah, find religion. Uh, no. I mean, no. I found it in a nursing home. With people who were dying, asking me to pray okay, with them. Let's 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 step back so, though. Yeah, you at one point were a were a. I would go so far as to say like a rabid atheist or a, a died in the wool atheist. <laughs> I was. Yeah? I was. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was. Yeah, I'd say I was pretty close to that. I wasn't. Uh, wasn't quite O'Neill level atheist. Right. But you uh, you weren't yeah. the you weren't you didn't you didn't just you didn't. I didn't it wasn't you, you. You didn't believe in God, but you also didn't believe if somebody believed in God that they should, you know, like die like their savior. Or anything yeah, like yeah, that. no, you weren't no, trying to no. like. You were trying to like. I uh, just thought they were wash silly. The world of yeah. Christians, but no, eh, more than silly. Like, well, yeah, um, okay, no. So um, my, I okay. To put it into some context, I thought they were were dumb and <laughs> are stupid. Or um, how can I say this? I thought. That because they called themselves Christians, they represented what Christianity was supposed to be. And there's hardly any people who call themselves Christians who represent what Christianity is supposed to be. Hmm. Like, oh, uh, who's the... And then they vote for Donald Trump. Who's the... Yeah, well, exactly. 
I mean, if you read, like, I remember listening to Donald Trump speak, and he said, because it was on the public radio and they were broadcasting it, I don't know why, but he he's quoting the Bible and he's saying, in one John, some chapter verse, and I'm like, it's, it's first John. Everyone knows it's first John. And then I started seeing oh, yeah, these Christians change from saying yeah. first John, second John, first Corinthians, second Corinthians, whatever, to saying two Corinthians, you know, right. Chapter five, verse six. And I'm like, you piece of shit. And they were spelling it like spelling it wrong. Like, were they getting the twos right? <laughs> I, I, I can't spell Corinthians. Okay, I mean, I still, I'm, I'm terrible at mispronouncing normally. Oh, I was just making a joke. I was making a joke about that. Easier. I was just making a joke about like G W O to T O T. Oh yeah, okay. John's my name. I can spell it right most of the time. I'm in favor of like changing the English language. Oh yeah, to shit language. Well, like to like just one there. um you know, one, two, one, and just because, like, because, like, literally, it's a spoken language. So, in context, you should always understand it, right? I don't think that makes it any easier because totally they, would make it easier. They, there's no context. It should be a phonetic language. Does it have to be? I don't, be? I don't think. I That's think you I lose accuracy. I think you Ooh, lose accuracy. I don't know about that. So it's fine. I mean, in some cases, sure, but in other cases, when you're talking. Uh, you know, very technical writing. I think you, when you try to simplify things to especially the way they sound, you can lose a lot of accuracy. Imagine if we spelt psychology with an S, right? Why now, not? Uh, because uh, that PSI, uh, the um, the prefix, actually means something. That PSI tells us the roots of psychology not comes from me. the Greek. You or know, to anybody you know. else. Like, and when you say psychology, yeah. I know what you're talking about, and I can't see the way it's spelled. Oh, well, it's I think me crazy. Hold on, just keep going. Okay. okay, the way that we're like divided and stuff. Ha! Nice, it landed on me. Uh, um, the way that we're, you know, like people are so tribed up. I think we should actually start using different languages. I don't hate Spanish. <clears throat> you know, like but we can, uh, um, like style. like really smart people. You know, can they can all start speaking Latin or something? They can. You know, we could do Esperanto. Um, Why not Esperanto? Or, you know, and like uh, like the, like Trumpers. Yeah. They can they can keep speaking swamp people or whatever. Yeah. You don't you don't ever ask them to learn shit. Um, you know, like like geeks like we'll learn to speak like Elvish or Klingon or some shit. Yeah. You know, I mean, and we can do that yeah. as long as it's spelled phonetically. I don't care. All Especially right. phonics. I, can, I mean, come on. I I do have one problem. Phonics can't be spelt phonetically. That's like a fuck. That might. That's a big fuck be, you. That P H U C K. That's a that's a that's a P H A. Yeah. Okay. That. That's fine. Yeah. Okay. That was not what I wanted to talk about. Did you have something <laughs> no. else you wanted to say? John? No. I know. I mean, we can keep going. We were talking about Christianity. So yeah. Um, so yeah. So you were a dinosaur atheist, and then. Um, and then somewhere you, along the line, yeah, I think it was hanging out with old people who were dying, you know. And, and weren't you kind of asked to become like a what is it called? A chaplain? Chaplain. I I was a chaplain. I and I only recently gave that up because of the constraints of my my job, right. doing way too much, way more than I used to. But and I still kind of do it. But no, um. Yeah, that came afterwards, obviously. They didn't right. ask me to be a chaplain, you know, and then I converted. Oh, really? That'd be silly. No, actually, that's actually how I thought it happened. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, no. Which I which I, I actually enjoyed it. I enjoyed that story because um, in, my, in my mind, it was like you were asked to do a job, and then in the 
journey of learning the job, you found like the. I, I see what you're talking about. Let me but tell a little story, story kind of related. I, I can see where you got that. So uh, I'm starting to hang out with these old people, and you know. You know, they're dying and they want people to pray with them. And I moved from, I started as a, a, a nursing assistant. And then about eight months later, I moved into the activities department. And uh, th- our director of activities would get up daily and read from the devotion book in front of the chapel. And someone would play the piano and we'd sing some songs and stuff like that. And, you know, I was starting like fucking I, torture. I, yeah, I was, yeah. No, I was starting to feel it, you know, and I had been starting to feel it. And I'm like, you know, uh, I'm starting to feel this. I think I could do that. And I, I mean, I knew I could do public speaking, right? right. Um, I'm easier, public speaking's easier for me than talking to a person one-on-one. Um, just because yeah, they don't get to that. talk back you know, to you. I know, we've talked about that yeah. before with like some musicians and stuff, yeah. you know, like like some people just are that much better, like like with that little bit of space, but it could be a hundred people. Yeah. Than they are like boop boop boop, and I mean to me that's 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 you know yeah. like I, the opposite of the way I that feel I'm saying, a, but. the same way. Actually, I, I don't want to get too sidetracked, yeah. but I just some I just got uh, asked to do some private lessons okay. for jujitsu, and I'm like mm, I'm not really that interested in doing it. And I mean the pay is good and everything, but it's like I don't really want to do the one on one thing. But I'll do it. I mean I can I can stand up in front of thousand people. It's fun, but yeah, I don't like I like a group. I like a you know crowd. I like I, an audience. It's responding the back and forth response it's like hitting a ball against a wall like a tennis ball against a wall you know where it's coming back to you stuff like that as opposed to playing tennis where you actually have to react to what the other person That's does good analogy yeah yes. good analogy thank you let's steal that one except yeah some kind of jujitsu yeah. oriented which makes yeah. no sense nerve lock on yourself it is the... easier to put a nerve lock on yourself right no instead of someone else okay, no, it's just okay. like tickling yourself can't do it so you were oh, so you were starting to feel it starting to feel it and i got up there and i you know uh put a fair amount of prep time into my wrote, wrote the devotion myself right um and i talked about spending time with god and i used an analogy we use from the corporate world, which is uh, about uh, how to time management, right? You know, and uh, so I was talking about time management and finding time for God, right? And, you know, I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm feeling this. And to the point where um, our chaplain uh, was leaving and I, I I talked to my administrator, I'm like, you know, I kind of like to do that job. I, you know, I'm not, I haven't gone to school, but I have internet, you know, qualifications. And, uh, you know, I've performed the universal few, life church. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've perf- I'd performed probably who doesn't 200, that's, that's what devo- we do. 200 devotions say, yes. and multiple weddings and whatever at that point. And she's like, yeah, it doesn't pay well at all. As you know, you, as you can imagine, chaplains and well, pastors don't get paid. Well, Well, I don't know about that. Like I've always, that's always been a big mystery to me is how, how the fuck do churches like just it, it do varies. what they do? It varies. But uh, where, where were you a chaplain at? Um, at uh, Good Samaritan. Oh, Society. at Good Samaritan. Yeah. So you're in, like, is that? Well, so what happened people is show she up said, to you church? Get, uh, yeah, we have daily uh, devotional Out, services. Outside people? Uh, or just yeah, the people well, that are in? Well, not during COVID. Not during pre-COVID. Before? Yeah, no, yeah, outside people. Like, oh, I uh, didn't know that. Not like, it's usually family members. Yeah, one know? would think, like, it would be easier rather than, like, going and picking grandma up and yeah, taking her to church. Church, you can come if, to yeah, church there. So yeah, much easier. Yeah. Really convenient. Yeah. Yeah, okay. so um, actually, uh, we did a yeah, no, we had quite a bit of family members. Not, I mean, it wasn't. Don't get me wrong; we have a chapel that holds like eighty people, and it wasn't packed. So you know, when, we had when 15. I when I first heard about that you like were a chaplain, yeah. I was like, 
Motherfucker starting his own religion. He's El <laughs> Ron Hubbarding this fucking thing, and I was like, "Good for him." Yeah, I I have no desire to start my own religion. I would just like Christians to actually follow the Word of Christ. Like, the, actually, I think Jesus said that. <laughs> Jesus was the greatest American ever. I love to I love to attribute. Yeah. I love to attribute like really ridiculous things to Jesus. Right. Yeah. Don't be a cunt. Don't be a cunt. Yeah. yeah I I, I'm that, sure I Jesus did say that. Yeah. Yeah. It's Corinthians 17 <laughs> 1. I mean, no, but so many people have no idea what goes on in the Bible. Like Jesus healing gay soldiers, right? You know, you know, oh, the part of the Bible where they actually talk about abortion, right? Like mm-hmm. Numbers 5, verses 11 through 33, where they tell you if, you know, you think your wife's cheating on her, you send her to the. You send her to the temple and you do some stuff and then it'll self-abort if, you know, like so, I'm not saying I'm pro-abortion uh, or anti. That's a tricky issue. I am totally okay with people being gay, though. We were talking about who would do the <laughs> first. Remember, the la- I think it might have been the last time yeah. the three of us were in the same room yeah. together. Yeah. Um, was the last turn several years ago? Yeah, and Thar was there too. Yes, and the we four were like, of us. Yep, and it was r- right after uh, gay marriage le- was like became the law yeah. of the land. Yeah, and we were like, who's like, who's going to do the first gay wedding? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Has Man. anybody done a gay wedding since? I haven't. I haven't. I've been to one, but I, I haven't even been to one. No. Yeah. Okay. Okay. If so I don't get one soon, you and I are going to have to get married. There's an app for that. Actually, I almost married John one time. Do you remember that? You, you proposed me. to me. Do you remember? Oh, was I drunk? Uh, probably. No, <laughs> it was when you worked for someplace and you had super good benefits. Oh, oh yeah. And we That's could, when I worked for a sense. We and you were like, "This is fucking bullshit." Tell okay, me, tell yeah, story. No, okay. So, um, I'm sitting around and we've got a new insurance, right? And it's like the family plan, which is you and your spouse. Well, you and your spouse. Pay X, right? Singles people pay X. The family plan with kids is X. And you could, they had uh, benefits for domestic partners, right? Right. But uh, it was $100 a month cheaper than a husband and wife. Oh, who knows? And and I'm looking at that when it came around, and we have all these women there, and I'm like, uh, who are married, I wasn't. And I'm like, geez, it says a domestic partner. $100 $100 a month cheaper. And then I read the description. I'm like, hey, uh, folks, um, it doesn't say that being married is excludes you from being a domestic partner. So everyone registered as domestic partnerships instead of marriages. And nice. then the next year they changed it. But yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't realize that part. Yeah. But okay. I was. Yeah. yeah, but yeah. I, no, it was and then, great And benefits. I, at the time, didn't have insurance. And uh, John was telling me the story. And I was uh, like, I was like. Well, let's fucking do it. He's like, let's fucking do yeah. it. So we, all, I think we I, almost we almost got married. I think I paid like twenty bucks uh, every two or twice a month out of my pocket, and like I was in the I was emergency room hospital for five days, didn't pay a cent. Hmm. It was awesome. We really should have gotten hitched. Yeah. So, oh, uh, but yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. There's an app for that. Yeah. That's what I want to talk about. An app for what? For becoming a Christian, apparently. Oh no! So, yeah, no, I've got several on my, right. on my phone. Yeah. That was another interesting part of the journey that yeah. I thought was so interesting because I was like, "How the fuck do you go from being an atheist to becoming uh, not just a Christian?" I mean, that's easy enough, right? You yeah. basically just you know say, hey, "Well, I am." It's I'm just in. a lot different than the story that we're used to. Which I mean, the story that we're used to is 
I hadn't slept for six days. I hadn't bathed in two weeks. I was sucking a dick. And suck, you know, like, I mean, and yeah, like, that's not what happened. That's very, me, that's very close to the way I gave my life to do <laughs> I'm not kidding. I'll tell the story in a bit. But um, you, uh, like, hey. It takes a little bit of knowledge of the Bible, right? Yeah. Which is a big, fat, fucking, hard-to-read book. But Easier you... to read than Infinite Jest. Uh, I don't know what that is. Is okay. that the book you just slogged through? Yeah. yeah, yeah. We'll, get, we'll get into books in a bit. But... Um, <laughs> So you use some apps to like help you. Oh, yeah. There's well, there's there's a U version is a great app. First of all, you can choose your version of the Bible, which can be you know there's a few of them out there. Plus, they come in multiple languages, and it's nice because it lets you uh, have someone read it to you, and oh, you no can shit. do searches based on various things. Can and then you there's... get? Can you get like uh, the uh, like some of the. Um... Uh, old Jewish texts and stuff like that as well. Uh, I don't think so. Okay. I mean, I mean, you can. I, I, it's, it's Christian based, so I don't think you're gonna find. There's no Gnostic stuff in okay. there, you bummer, know, bummer, that bummer. I've seen. Um, <laughs> will it, will it help you find the part in the Bible where it says, uh, "Fuck the poor, uh, kill that queer." Uh, let's go kill, kill it. Let's, let's, go, let's go kill those Mexicans. That's only, that's, um, that's Corinthians. <laughs> That's that's Trump. You gotta use the that's Trump, sides Trump, Trump, Trumpians. Okay. W- Trumpians. What? It's John. Yeah. 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 Come You said it. I know it's Leviticus. An actual, I know it's There's an actual book in the Bible. Deuteronomy. It sounds it. like pooping. I, uh, so I, I kept thinking about that when you were every time you mentioned the. Uh, I'm sorry. I've been go ahead. Like no, I'm. Times. Yeah. I. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I have no deal with talking about now. We're now spit fighting. The whole. The whole. You know, like I just wish what you said earlier about uh, I just wish Christians would, you know. And then not, when, when he mentioned not like like the, the Bible is you know unwieldy or whatever, yeah. I'm like I don't think that's a problem for a lot of them. Yeah. You know, like, oh yeah. No, the, I see what you're saying. Yeah. No, a lot oh, of them have exactly. no idea what it says. Right. There, no, but there's a huge right. But but to go from being an atheist to a Christian, I, I can accept that. Yeah. But to go from being an atheist to now a um, what is it called? You version? No, no, a pastor. Uh, oh, chaplain? Chaplain, so, right? So now you actually have to, like, know some Bible shit, right? Oh, and which think, is easy to search with the app. If, that's what I'm saying. If you didn't know it that's already, if you're looking for something but, in particular, yeah. Right, for the average Christian, like, I don't think that's a huge concern they don't know the Bible. Yeah, no. I mean, I don't know. I'm sure we may have, ah, fuck, do we have a Christian follower? Or a follower? I don't know. Follower? Is that the right thing? Disciple? Oh, what are they called? No. Does somebody who watches? Oh, John does. So I guess yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. The, so of, the, of the three people that... Uh, yeah. I mean, there's like... Well, my wife occasionally watches, and she's Catholic. I mean, not super into it, but I mean... We um, say prayers together every night. Oh, my fucking God. It's just so weird to me. I well, mean, that's really, really someone. weird to me. Yeah. No, just praying. <laughs> Like that's the one of the parts. That's the easiest thing in the world. No, that's one of the parts that I don't. I don't exactly. I, get I once but. heard this pastor say, "Praying's the easiest thing in the world." I'm just. I'm. This is my. This is my ten seconds. If that's okay, you can have. Okay, it. so all you have to do is say, "Hey God, talk for a while and end in Amen," and He hears you. Huh. It, or or He doesn't if you don't believe in it. But I'm just praying simple. It's just. It's just expressing whatever's in your whatever's going on in your head. I get it, and I even yeah. think that there's actual power in it. I just find it fucking weird. But I think it's partially the reason I find it weird is because I had a really trippy uh I had a really trippy Christian journey. Like when I was just got to treat my 16, 16 to 17 and I went to one of those like 
uh, and I went to a, I went to this church group for a while because um, I had the total hots for this chick. Oh, we've all done oh, that. Yeah, that's. Yeah. I mean, and, I admitted to doing it when I was in my forties. I was kindergarten. And, there was a girl in the neighborhood who asked me to go to her Bible camp with her. She was cute, and she had held my hand. So I go to I this. I go to this ever. church camp, and it is literally one of those like you know uh, week long things. Oh, no sleep. Uh, blah 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 oh. blah. Like it was a yeah, and I like I did the whole thing and like like was shaking and like I don't think I was talking in tongues, but honestly, like it's pretty. <laughs> I did drink some people, strychnine, but people were, you know, and like and then finally the guy was like, okay, who's gonna come up and you know give their life to Jesus? And the next thing you know, I'm like I'm like marching up there and have this like really you know whatever big. Um, you know, spiritual experience. Okay, now at the time I was running around with the O'Neills and all of those yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah. Um, and um, so I like, I came out of that like kind of in this haze. Yeah. And like, was like, uh, that was it, man. I was like totally, I was totally straight laced Christian, whatever. That's all I wanted to do. And I did that for probably about six months, really like hard. And then I started going to Bible study. Yeah. And then I just like. It was the so I'm always like you want to lose your faith go to Bible study yeah um but it really was I like I it I changed who I I hated who I was during that time period because I had pretty much turned my back on all my friends I was super judgmental I was I was all of those things and I know that none of those things are actually what the Bible <laughs> says but it was all of everybody around me that was like that and actually what really kind of like. Uh, Turned like turned me back to the yeah. to the to the dark side yeah. was uh was I finally like kind of opened up in a um in a church group and like told some of my story, um which is rough and uh, was it the beer throne story included? Well, in I that? didn't exactly okay. go into the beer, but yes, the beer throne story was definitely part of it. Yeah. Um, not exactly, just the idea that I had yeah. eight felonies yeah. and yeah. was you know like on the edge of the abyss. Yeah. And, you know, like, that should be a fucking redemption like, story. Right. But let he among you who is, is not uh, wearing handcuffs throw the first stone. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and and, and and I got a lot of, like, yeah. the, you know, like, people were just like, what the fuck, you know? Because like, they are all kind of, like, you know, middle class, you know, like, hot chicks. Anyway, yeah. and I was done. And then, I, whatever. And then, I, and then, you know, when you do that little flip-flop, um, and I hung out with the O'Neills and, uh, uh, Aaron, uh, God rest his soul. God rest his soul. Oh my soul. God. He just flipped around in his grave and gave, <laughs> me, gave me the double fuck you fingers. Um, but he was, he was more than a rabid atheist. He was like a, he was like a, evangelical. a militant atheist. Was, I would, I think the right word is evangelical. You know, atheist. I think Aaron was an atheist, a good atheist in the way that like a good Christian is a good Christian. Like he'd talk about it. I, I don't I you know, I don't think he ever forced it down anyone's throat. Oh, I don't know about that. But he sure Okay, not in my time. Well, but. I mean, we would go we would go out yeah. and hunt for them. Oh, okay. And then and then get into our and plus he was like he had an um um what do you call it? An idea idea a really, really good memory. What is oh it? yeah, like almost oh, almost yeah. a photographic yeah. memory. So he would he would go yeah. out and he would just argue with these people, and he was he was vicious and yeah. so good, and you know it was fucking fun. Yeah, and I mean I you know I like I really enjoyed that. Um, but anyway, then through the years, like I'm, I mean I've I've never I've never had faith in any 
any idea of like a force greater than myself. I mean, I pretty much kind of turned my back on all of it. Um, and, uh, and so I've always said, like I said, I do not, I, I do not believe in God. Oh. And then I went and talked to him. Talk to God. Uh, well, them. Yeah. The gods. <laughs> so <laughs> so uh, when you use DMT to kind of storm the ramparts. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it literally like changed that experience, taking DMT and going to this other universe and having this conversation with myself, with God, with every common collective in the universe. Yeah. I came back and I like, I, it, it, it literally changed the way I feel about faith and yeah. the way I feel about, you know, religion. And I mean, of course, everybody kind of sees that their experience is right, but I feel like I understand the want for. You believe God. in a force greater than yourself that you can't necessarily interact with. Um, or, well, I don't. I actually kind. So I guess the 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 best way to describe how I think uh, the universe works is that um, the entire universe is covered with this fungal membrane, and I'm just one part of that fungal membrane. Star Trek, Star Trek Discovery. Really, yeah, really whatever, great, yeah, really whatever, great, yeah. actually. And that yeah, was a. Yeah. Uh, uh, that was post DMT so okay, that okay. I rocked. Oh, okay. And okay. so I was like, oh my God, you're just working right into all of my spiritual beliefs. Um Okay, so then um do you have do you know Jordan Peterson at all? Jordan Peterson. He's a podcaster. He's a he's no. a professor who uh, you don't do podcasts. No. Uh, I do your podcast. Oh my god, you really are missing out on I, like I, no, a, no. I mean, I do. But we, you're missing out on a huge amount of content. That's I, free. I do. <laughs> no, I mean, I do other stuff. Like we do. Uh, what is it? Paper Street. It's some sort of Milk Street, which is a food podcast. We do. Um, we. My wife and I. You listen we, to them together? Yeah. Oh, get her the fuck out of your room. Yeah. You can't no, have that. No, no we do. I guess there's like such a, a such are a personal no, thing. We, I think we do. Beck did it better, which is a podcast of a friend of ours where they go through the top 500 rolling stone albums one at a time and then we do um armchair expert oh i i don't like that one i i, I tried it I, one of my friends just loves it and wanted me to watch, listen to it she said that she that it depends he, on who's that he, that he reminded me he reminded her of me and i was like i don't get it i don't see that at all like you know no yeah kind of you do yeah, I don't say, yeah. I, david yeah. cross what yeah, no, he doesn't, no. He doesn't look like me. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I no, was he's like, much better what do you mean? Yeah, like no. the way he talks over people and is like <laughs> yeah. kind of an asshole? I don't no. think that. I don't know. I don't get it. But I uh, um, I listen to this Jordan Peterson. So like yeah. I go through this fucking DMT experience. Yeah. I watch Star Trek yeah. Discovery. Yeah. <laughs> I understand yeah. the whole universe. Is. And then all of a sudden I find myself listening to Jordan Peterson do a biblical lecture. Okay. For like twenty eight hours, he's a yeah. Canadian. Uh, yeah, he's uh, was a professor. He's a okay. big yeah. intellectual. Now he's okay. just a big speaker. Okay. Okay. But he like started at Genesis and is and um we are up to uh what did we just end with um Exodus? Okay, yeah, and and we're only, and we're twenty eight hours into this thing. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's very in depth, detailed, and I'm like, okay. I am doing a goddamn Bible study. Oh, that's like I with do this professor Tim, Tim Mackey, who is uh, he's part of the Bible Project. Which mm. is animated. It goes through all the books of the Bible. But prior to that, he uh, he's got his doctorate in 
uh, obviously theology, but also in Hebrew. Mm. And so he's his old uh, uh, Bible studies are online in the Tim Mackey archive, all on YouTube. Mm. And uh, and he talks about it, and he'll break down individual words and explain, you know, the different meanings of them. So Jordan Peterson is, a, a, I feel like, yeah. brilliant. Yeah. Um, some people fucking hate him, and I get that, but mm. I, I really like yeah. him. But he definitely takes it on more, not so much in a scholarly, because he's not even a Bible scholar. Okay. But he's a, um, he takes it on as the... What is his uh, doctor? Uh, fuck, I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't even know what question. he what he was a professor of. I mean, he has a he has a kind of an amazing grasp on when he talks about psychology. It's pretty, you know, he he simplifies it really well and stuff. Like he's I do amazing. believe no, he is a yes, he is. I just I had to like had to do a little bit of, but he's a clinical psychologist, yeah. and he, he's the and guy. Yeah. The right wing is always trying to claim him because he like they love kind of, they love, want to claim him so yes, bad. And he, but he, and he's like I'm not a conservative, yeah. <laughs> but uh, he's you know he come he brings a lot of he says a lot of shit that people are loathe to admit to themselves and stuff like that. Sure. Like he he can be kind of abrupt, but he kind of explains why the story of. Uh, the story of of the Bible is so important and so important in our culture, and why we, and and what lessons we need to like take from it is essentially right, what right. he says. But people ask him all the time if he believes in God, and he says it doesn't matter. Right. He said it doesn't matter. No. So I, they're like, well, do you believe in God? Uh, it doesn't matter. Well, because do you it's also it? it doesn't matter. The Bible it, is also the history of the Jewish people. I mean, that, but he's not saying he doesn't. He's yeah. saying it doesn't matter if I yeah. believe. Yeah. It matters if I act. As though I believe. Oh, I That's see what you're saying. Okay, part. yes. But it get people just fucking hate it when yeah. you won't answer the question. <laughs> and he's like, it's not a question that matters. I'm. It doesn't dignify a response. Right. It, what matters is is that I act as though these stories yeah. are real and matter. Yeah. That's the important part. You mean you, we don't you, you're need... a good person and yeah. Right. So well, that's... so take the take the lessons that are learned there and apply them to your life. And uh, yeah, and I, I I Uber enjoyed this series. Right. Unfortunately he got um he almost died. Um and then so he has been off for about a year. He's just okay. coming back yeah. now. So hopefully he's gonna start his Bible circuit well, again. And it's great because I mean, it really it doesn't matter. Like you can yeah. ask somebody yeah. and I mean like but um, most of the horrible people, you know, in our culture here, like in the Midwest, Midwestern United States, most of the most horrible people that yeah. we will ever come into contact with will definitely identify as Christian. Christian. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Um, you know, like if you go through, like, I mean, go and, take yes. walk down death row. Like, yeah. I mean, like, not that I was going to say prison, but just because you're in prison doesn't mean make you a bad person, but everybody's Christian. Yeah. And, you know, except for, unless you're, in, unless you're like Islamic Muslim, or whatever. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, it's like where we're at a lot, and in, and it, and I think it's fair because people are going to like it, it's you have to say well yeah you're going to run into bad people in all walks of life yeah. and all you know and I'm, but honestly when I think of like the people that I know that identify as Christian that are that happen to be horrible people they don't identify as or they're, they're not horrible people because they identify as Christian um, no they, just like like the you know probably the most moral and conscientious people that I do know. Yeah. Like atheists and stuff. Yeah. That's why I'm it actually like that's why I really like like I, I love that you know like I, I liked your story. I you know and I, I appreciate that you're a Christian. Yeah. It's good to meet Christians that are like 
um, well, I like the stuff that's actually in the Bible. Yeah. You know, like I right, right. Not, not I, this crazy shit like the stuff that I listed earlier, you know, yeah. like I don't know where a lot of this shit comes from. Like why How do these people identify as Christians when they believe in everything that is the opposite? Yeah. It's like they these Christians who won't wear a mask because God will protect them and then will carry a gun because they have to protect themselves. Like I just I don't get any of that. Like none of that makes sense to me. Um I listen to this other podcast. And I'm pro gun, but you yeah. know, you know. Right. But, but it's right. Yeah. But I mean I don't also oh, I'm also not a dick about it. It's <laughs> one of those other exactly. you can be Christian and not be a dick about I was, it. And I was, you can be a gun owner and not be a dick about I it. I was talking to our to your friend um that came to my uh to my uh uh police class was is his name uh, Zach? Zach, yeah. Yeah. And uh he was like, I, I said, um, he said something about I used to bounce at Zerbers. I said, oh, you know my buddy Kyle? And he said, oh, no, it was way before him. But of course I know Kyle, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. We talked for a little while. And uh, and and I said um, something about the podcast. And he said, oh, yeah, I've seen. he's a little Libby for my taste. And I, I was like, he doesn't know I'm the other guy in the podcast. <laughs> and uh, I just thought that it just cracked yeah. me up. Uh, and uh, he go, and he, but then he said... Um, he goes, he's a little libby for my taste. But he is pro-gun. And I was like, yeah, we call ourselves uh, gun-toting liberals. And, and he's like, uh, and it goes libtards because we were in the yeah, gym. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and uh, I think that's kind of what it occurred. But it's, like, but it's weird, so are you. You know what yeah. I mean? Oh, yeah. It's like, yeah. it's like almost everybody I know. Yeah. Um, well, everybody Minnesota. who works around in my circle. Yeah. Well, in Crowing County, at least. Like, yeah. I mean... Having a gun is your God-given right. Like it's just it's your birthright. Okay. Well, I mean, Jesus said it. So yeah, no, right? yeah, you know, Jesus is definitely one. a member of the NRA. Oh my God, that's a great song. Yeah. What? <laughs> oh, it's you... an old. Remember that song, Forty Out Bob? You know, uh, um, Mama, Mama, my little shotgun. You know that yeah. one. But if Jesus were here, he'd be for the NRA. <laughs> I was supposed to go see Jesus him last be, night. Yeah. I think Jesus would be for the SRA. You know about the SRA? It's the Socialist Rifle Association. Um, <laughs> oh, no. No, no. It's, it's a awesome. nationwide rifle association. They're all about guns. They're socialists. They, um, they uh, a lot of, do a lot of work with um, gun training and defense training for, like, um, uh, marginalized groups like transgender or uh, homosexuals or you know uh, various minorities. Do you remember after the shooting down at the I don't remember Miami yeah. nightclub? Oh yeah, yeah, club? yeah. The I think they were called the Pink Panthers. Oh out, really? And it was That's a gay. Awesome. It was a gay uh, gun rights group, yeah. Yeah. and they were and like there was a run of there was a run on like pink Glocks and everything. Oh nice. Yeah. But they were all like, come again, motherfucker. Yeah. Which I was like, yeah, I get it. <laughs> well, you're, you're, and I'm sure you know this. The only time the NRA was for gun control was when the black people oh, yeah. started carrying Absolutely. guns. Well, yeah. actually, when Ronald Reagan actually, was the governor of California. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, it, it, it's pretty much the reason the NRA exists. Like, that whole yeah. thing is all wrapped up together. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. Pretty crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like, in my mind, I'm like emptying uh, shotgun BBs out of like, uh, out of a shotgun shell yeah. and filling it with glitter. Yeah, <laughs> we're like <sighs> both. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, you, can, you, want, you get you the need, glitter and the yeah. space between. Yeah. So I listened to this podcast. Uh, I listened to so many goddamn podcasts. I can't even remember which one it was. Um, but it was talking about um, it was talking about the 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 Jesuit um, philosophy and their like the way that they look at things. 
Have you, have you anything about Catholics. that? They're Catholics. I mean, well, they're, they're... it's actually like I. So I wouldn't it's, know in any of this okay. other than okay. like, other except than, you watched Mission. Yeah. I wa- <laughs> yeah, Mission. So what <laughs> I know with about De Niro, what I know about Jesuits okay. comes from Mission. Okay, and um, Black Robe. So deep That's research. All I know. Deep research. Deep research. Got it. Um, I just tried to watch Black Robe again. Yeah, it was good. It's I on Amazon. I no, those, actually. No. Well, it was so, really, no, really good. When I was, oh man, worth watching. Well, the mission is amazing. Mission Robert is De Niro, like, Jeremy Irons, it's fucking glorious. It's fantastic. It's like the most beautiful redemption story I've ever seen in a movie. Oh, excellent. Um, Black Robe, it's a little tough. Well, um, I, but I really enjoyed it the first time. That's I saw for, it. Yeah, because it was brutal. I think the brutality is what I enjoyed about that story. Can I get back to the Jesuits? Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Jesuits. Yeah. So they were just they were just talking about he was talking about how um like the, how the Jesuits have this philosophy um that is really quite separate than the Catholic Church, but where it's basically like um it's actually kind of a sports philosophy. It was all worked into the same podcast talking about sports. Um, really interesting. I'll send you a link to it because it's really yeah, worth listening yeah. to. Um, and uh, but one of the points that they were making was about homosexuality, and the Jesuits are like. Uh, this Jesuit that is like was talking about it was like, um, you know, like, uh, you know, the Bible like doesn't put any more weight on the sin of homosexuality than any other sin. Like, so like if you're standing in judgment of that, but you're not standing in judgment of uh, <laughs> yeah. usury, um, perhaps you aren't like, maybe you need to rethink yourself. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was a really interesting yeah, point. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't remember. Uh, I don't remember Jesus come busting into the bathhouse and kicking ass. See, you know, I, I mean, this. It, I actually find this interesting because um, Lutherans, which is how I was raised, or what I generally consider myself, uh, believe that all sin has the same weight. Like you right. steal a penny or whatever. Catholics do have a hierarchy of sins, uh, so it's surprising me that the Jesuits don't. Well, the well, actually, the. You know, honestly, I don't actually know how how that how that works out. But uh, there I, there are greater sins than homosexuality. Oh let's yeah, put it that way. Yeah, there are great according Adultery. to the Catholics and the well, greater Donald sin of homosexuality. Okay. Yeah. They had to rank it at one point uh, because you there was were, a top because you had to be able to like buy your way out of stuff. With, yes, indulgence with indulgences. Yes. 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 That is true. So I mean, we know that we know that at one point all these were ranked. So, I yeah, mean, yeah. I mean, they obviously had value, or yeah, yeah. I mean, they have seven deadly ones. Yeah. So apparently, like but seven. No, that's that's eating, just from Dante, uh, though, right? Eating, like, eating. No, uh, the, it's it's Catholic dogma that is that existed before Dante, but it's not in the Bible. Okay. Yeah. And there's a lot of that. Yeah. Like, there's a, a lot. Whole of, lot. I mean, we were one night. We were Meta and I were discussing the difference between. Um, you know, Satan, Lucifer, yeah. and the devil, and all this stuff, yeah. and like you go, you start going down that rabbit hole, and you're like, "There's a fucking hierarchy to hell." I didn't have any. Well, idea. that's. I Dante. thought they were all the same. That's all. Dante. Well, it's all yeah. like all sorts. Clearly, of you didn't pay much attention yeah. to the first monster manual. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Any all. Oh, that was pretty good. Uh, Archduke of hell, all this stuff. I'm like, ah, oh, man, really? Oh, man, I hate the whole fist bump thing because oh, really? I never get it. People put their fists on. I'm like, what the fuck you want? Like, I don't understand. That's what we're, you're looking for. We're practicing right now. Oh, good, good arm. Good yeah. arm. I'm not any good at it either. I'm always like, huh? What do you want? Well, Are see, you I, handing me something? Like, well, I'm going like. Then I, I get I, confused. I I'm like, put change in my hand or something. I'm like, am I giving you a pound or like, is this a dap or what? Right. I mean, I'm, I get confused. My bad. 
no more fist bumping. <laughs> I apologize. I was just there were the the inner geek. In, it was a namaste. It was a moment, solid nerdy geek reference. Me. <laughs> <laughs> saw the geek in him and were together. Geekdom, yeah. There was a little geek light. Yeah, there was a, this is a namaste of geekdom. Sorry. Um, okay, what did, we wanted to talk about some books, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so the three of us, have, well, now that Kyle for a long time was was not in the club. Is, yeah, so what are you reading, Kyle? Well, See, to. I like I read a lot when I was young, and then I stopped reading because I got older and I'd fall asleep. I between the sleep apnea and just being older, I'd fall asleep every time I started reading yeah. a book. Then finally, I took Matt's recommendation and started using Audible, and holy shit, do well, I burn through more everything? Just importantly, got um, Jawbones. Yeah, the, the Jawbone headset. Do you, do you use I still haven't. I Man, still haven't. Yeah, do it. They're amazing, but uh, they're not a sponsor of the show. So now Wait, I, but they should be. Is Audible a sponsor? No, like, we don't have any sponsors. <laughs> we, we have the we have the stay poor slow scheme. Okay, but I uh, now I'm reading so much, reading, listening, whatever. Um, it's reading. I know. Yeah. I've I've actually I actually read that that reading like it's okay to say read. Yeah, you yeah. know, you read that. Um, yes. Yeah. I'm right. Okay with That's that. how I knew it was legit. It's as long as it's not abridged. <clears throat> All right. Yeah, um, no, I don't do it. So much. I even uh, listened to 30-something hours of an author who I've decided, and I decided like after like 10 minutes that this author was fucking horrible. Well, I mean, his for. writing was horrible. The weird part was like um, between, so like every time a book would end and he'd, you know, like the author would come on and, you know, blah, 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 blah. And uh, give his little, like, he didn't do the epilogue, but he did a little, like... Author's notes. Yeah. Um, and I I was like, I think I like this guy. I think he's great. I, I think he writes like shit. Shit dribble so, for another 38 I, hours. I, it's, it's like, in how I, I felt like, I think this guy is like a really decent guy, which is why I'm probably not going to write what I want to write in, like, a goddamn review. Um, because really, like, I wanted to write the reason that I've never actually written anything is because I am afraid that it would be received by someone the way I received this shit. And it was fucking horrible. Now, granted, there's not a lot of brilliant uh, that I've discovered so far. There's not a lot of brilliant writers out there in the like the like close dystopian slash prepper slash, you know, like. Um, you know, in that little, in that little fiction genre. Um, but I spoiled, I, I was kind of spoiled by Odd Billy Todd, which I fucking loved, even though there were some glaring holes in that guy's body. Have you, have you ever read that one? John? No, I've it's, never it's really you, good. You, um, I mean, it's really fun and like for prepper purposes and stuff, like it's fucking amazing. It's a, it's a basic end of times book, you know, okay, uh, what's uh, it called? it's called Odd Billy Todd. Billy That's Todd? Odd Billy Todd, Odd Billy Todd by N.C. Reed. Yep, N.C. Reed. Reed. Okay. And it, it's basically a story, you know, end of times comes through, and it's about this guy who's kind of slow. Yeah, uh, he's like, so he's on the spectrum. Um, okay. Um, but very well adapted for the end of times. Yeah. And it's really. Because his folks have always, book. like, he he's operates off lists and stuff like that. So, like, all the, like, all all the, the care and all the stuff that his, um, the way that he was raised by his parents. Um, who had like died in a car accident a couple of years earlier. Well, Jesus Christ, you don't tell him this story. Well, good anyway, book. it's a great book. Um, so 
it, and I, I enjoyed it a lot. There were some holes in the writing, whatever. It was weird. Um, some stir, some stuff like um, it was written from a like a a very like kind of a conservative Christian kind of okay. perspective. Yeah. Was it? Um, so like, there's parts of it where that weirded I didn't me out. Catch that, but then again, but at at the same time, I was also like, well, because of you know how we arrived with them in the first place, like like gender roles and stuff like that, would probably make a strong comeback in world like that you're thinking like if you ever every every post-apocalyptic uh you know anything um do you notice how like all of a sudden it's all about the fucking race wars like i mean my favorite one of my favorite post-apocalyptic books of all time was the postman and i mean literally that first chapter of the postman i've it, it, the first page of the postman i, I bought that i haven't listened to it yet <laughs> it's a fantastic book i hope it's but as i did good rewatch as, the movie as good as i remember I it movie, yeah. but the first um, page of it is like almost a poem and it's it's so beautiful that like it's just wonderful I mean I think that, yeah but it talks about how it comes to an end but of course you know like it's it yeah you told me about that before all the stuff that they the, could have survived could have yeah. survived that could have survived that I, I need to get that I'm gonna frame that or something <laughs> put it up in the back but, the uh, movie was just a was just was mediocre. actually was actually an okay movie from a fucking great book but see, like this, the 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 really bad one that I started uh, listening or that I listened to, and I finished it. I don't know why I finished it. Maybe because I paid for it. Whatever. Um, but uh, yeah, he, he, the guy winds up saving the world, uh-huh. you know. Um, and it, Kraus, the 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 author is like a big guy, like a big name in that particular genre. His name's Mike Kraus. And I was like, well, Mike seems like a wonderful guy. Like, I like the, you know, I like to hear him, you know, uh, I, I like it when, he, when he's talking and stuff. Um, but his writing is just horse shit. The dialogue believe, was I, like a fucking seven-year-old wrote do, it. Do you pull the plug it was, often, John, when you're in a book and you're like, rarely. fuck it? Really? I, I, there'll be times where I'll take a break uh, from the book and do a book that's a little lighter. Like I'll do a Bobiver's book. Like I, I took some time to do Bobiver's book in the middle of Infinite Jest because it was such a slog. Like you went back and listened to the Bobiver's. No, book I, 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 it was a different Bob. It, I did Mavericks. I did oh. a Maver. I hadn't done Mavericks before, so I took oh. a, a pause oh. and did Mavericks, and um, just because I needed to, just it, it's very dense. It's just dense. Yeah, I. uh it's beautiful, by the way. It's typically when I start a series yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Like I pretty much just devour everything yeah. possible in that world yeah. until there's nothing left, and then cry until the next one yeah. comes out. Yeah. Um, I started watching Sharps Rifles. Like the, the yeah. The, how was that? With uh, no, it's fucking terrible. <laughs> I mean, like I was like, oh well, because what's his name? Uh, Bean. Uh, yeah, Sean um, Bean. Yeah. Um, you know, he plays Sharp, which looks nothing like what you know Sharp is supposed to look like in the books. But uh, do you have any idea what that is? Cromwell, Cromwell. Oh yeah, Bernard Cornwell. He's no, like I a don't have it. Uh, historical uh, fiction writer. Oh okay. Um, a pro- prolific, fantastic, and a fantastic okay. writer. Yeah. Um, on Netflix, like the mo- like right now, the most famous thing is uh, um, Last Kingdom on Netflix. Yeah, stuff. but that's a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, um, that, but that, that show is not but that wonderful. That series but... is fucking amazing. Um, so. And his, but his most famous books are the Sharps, uh, like Sharps Rifles, uh, whatever. There's 20-something books. Yeah, it's about a, just a, 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 a British soldier named Sharp. Who, oh, the okay. guy who rises up the ranks and stuff. And um, and it's – so so Sean Bean plays him in those – but I'm telling you, 
the budget is low because <laughs> I'm like I'm like okay this is supposed to be this pitched battle you know where like you've got you know like whatever there's 7,000 red coats yeah. marching towards like 10,000 Frenchmen and I'm like best show and you could afford nine dudes yeah. you know yeah. and you know what it, they should have done you know what they should have done they should have roamed it that was the, the Rome, yeah Rome avoid is, that shit avoid is the, the battles best, is the best show very that good. ever was able to completely avoid epic battles because it's all and, about and, epic battles and epic and battles are never, nice but at least you, you didn't drop never the ball. see one yeah because they're like they're like let's charge and then the next thing they're all back and they're like that fucking sucked yeah, but yeah. Like, <laughs> it's like but they know they they don't have the budget to to like yeah. show that epi- yeah. ba- ep- epic battle so just fuck it skip it before and after yeah. i love the way yeah. they did it yeah yeah but um, anyway, so that version. that that was horse shit. Um, that one that you recommended that I re- recommended to me that was good. Um, Zero Day Code, yeah, yeah. Really oh yeah, that's uh, a free one. I haven't read it yet. It's a free one. It's, yeah. it's it's it's. Uh, I I really uh, the thing I just really liked about it. I really liked the way that the bad guys attacked the U.S. I mean, I, yeah. I mentioned it la- a couple of times. Yeah, I but think one of their about it, one of yeah. their attacks was that they they launched this multi prong attack. But one of the things yeah. that they did that was just fucking. Evil, diabolical, Sinister. was they they changed all the relationship statuses on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, he told of, me about that. Of all the military yeah. officers, yeah. to uh, it's complicated. Yeah. And I was just talking to Meta about that. She was yeah. like, "Well, that would be fucking it." I was like, "It's a that's it's an the attack. thing. That's why that's it's, it. I said, yeah. she goes, "That's why it's brilliant." I don't give a fuck who did it. I was yeah. like, "Okay." <laughs> Right. Especially if somebody's trying to get a hold of you, like, hey, Appar- we need you here right now. Appar- I'm sorry, man. I'm dealing with like, oh, there's another message. Oh, there's another message. Oh, there's a- I missed a call. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, uh, apparently, it would be a good attack. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta read that. It was fun. Yeah. I, I watched a documentary on. I don't. I think I bought it on Amazon because my uncle had told me about the zero day exploit used against um, the reactors in Iran, where. Um, Yes, that's yeah, actually yeah, where the yeah, name of it comes yeah. from. Could you remind me though? Zero day. Uh, zero day means I believe that there is a bug that exists in the programming that's exploitable, so it it's, exists from day zero. I believe that's okay, yeah, my understanding right. of it. So they uh, talked about it in the book, but so I think it was a theoretical program built by the U.S. by the CIA or something, and then um, uh, Israel got a hold of it and modified it and. Um, so it was spreadable, and that's mm. I think how they found it. So it got into the uh, the computers that ran the um, ran the, the what do you call those the centrifuges in Iran for mm. uh, processing yellow cake. Yeah, I and, I, I think yeah, yeah they and they they just got them spinning in such a way, and so they just tore themselves apart, <laughs> melted so, down their. Well, we didn't damn. melt down. No, it, it's. So they, they centrifuge just spin to separate the yellow cake, and uh, so it would uh, mm, it would cake. just you know it's imagine if you take a <laughs> drill and you just keep going fast, slow, reverse, whatever, and you just did that you know with uh, a high and very sensitive centrifuge that could spin at ridiculous speeds until it just ripped itself off the <laughs> its footing. Now that you use that, now that you use the drill analogy, Matt's like, I'm going to go to the shop after this, and I'm gonna <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, well, then I jumped right out of that genre because I was sick of like it's yeah. really hard to find good stuff in that genre. There's not like a lot, no. And uh, went to um, uh, Orson Scott Card. Oh, and, uh, because I I've always loved Orson Scott Card, uh, and not just like 
like I'd read I'd read other stuff before I read Ender. I don't know how that happened. Um, but uh, so Ender's Game was fucking amazing. Even that movie was pretty good. But um, uh, so yeah, it was all right. That series. Um, uh, what did I uh, Smith uh, um, with Red Prophet and all that shit? Um, uh, it's a six or seven book series, and I've just been devouring that. Yeah, have you um, read a lot of card? I've read the Ender, not even the whole series. I've read. Oh, you know, we were just talking about the, that the original and some short stories. Right, because um, it once after Ender's Game, it just goes completely like a different direction and it's like yeah. 300 years See, later. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember anything. I think I might have started reading the next one and then just given up on right. it or A something. lot of people did. Because I, I like I them lo- all. As much I was... as I love the book, I was like, why didn't I ever read the rest of those? So, Unless it was like right at the point where I discovered drugs or something. Have either of you ever heard of the card book Past Watch? The Redemption of Christopher Columbus. I've heard um, uh, Shannon O'Neill told me about it. Yes, actually. and I was trying to figure out what it was called because I really wanted to read it. it yep, and it does exist on Audible. Past Watch: The Redemption of Christopher Columbus. It is. It's one of the best books yeah. I've ever read. I read it like probably four or five times twenty really? years ago. Well, yeah, because it was one of yeah. those that I was just like, I just needed to like reread it because it was complicated. And it's a card book. Yeah, okay. and I don't want to give too much of it away, but essentially, it's. You know, relatively near future. Well, relatively, you know, a couple hundred years yeah. in the future, and shit's going bad. Yeah, and they need to like do some time travel to like, yeah. try to fix it. It's very interesting. Nice. And see, in this one, like, I, I think you'd like this one. This is like a like an alternative history, and it. Uh, I think right around the year eighteen hundred is like where the m- most of this takes place. So, but people my are. Alarm just went oh, oh my is alarm it just four? Went, well, it's three forty-five. So we okay. have we do have to wrap. We, wrap we have up. a couple okay. of things we need to finish up. Okay. but do you want to say anything okay. else about card? Um, just about the just about those. Um, so it, one of the coolest things about it is, um, like all these like traditional tribal like uh, cultures and stuff with like their magic. Yeah. Israel, um, people are born with like these. They call them knacks. People are born with like these little like kind of supernatural gifts and stuff. Um, and uh, anybody like that they caught like in England and stuff, anybody that was caught practicing witchcraft um, in like for hundreds of years was deported to the new world. Mm. So basically the rest of the world, you know, not so much magic, but yep. in the 13 colonies, yep. a lot of magic. I actually remember those books now. You, yep. And they're like Tecumseh's a major character and stuff. I and read read back in the day. I read a lot of card. Man, because well, it, it was the O'Neills, dude. Like they, yeah, you yeah. know. Well, even like remember Hammer Slammers? Did you ever like the the mercenary, like that space age, like the space tank armored division mercenaries and shit like that? Like it all tickles my was, brain. Was really? that was that card too? Or? I know. I think it doesn't seem like his yeah. style, but there was it was a, and there were collections of short stories. I don't know if maybe he edited them or something like yeah. that. Edited those or I thought he did those edit were, a whole bunch. Yeah. Yep, man. So, okay, what are your what are your audible recommendations? Okay, so if you haven't read them, the Expeditionary Force, which yes. we both read, um, super great. The Babaverse, or also well, let's give them a little description. So, Ex- Expeditionary Force right. is about a about a uh, in an an alien invasion on Earth. Yeah, and the guy who has to uh, save the planet is a uh, uh, regular Joe. Yeah, <laughs> and literally called Joe. You know, uh, you know, and it's. It's really good. He, I, I don't want to give anything away, yeah. but he saves. He saves. Uh, he ends up taking a Barney trunk truck, a truck that is like has uh, Barney the dinosaur yeah. on it, and like capturing save, an alien, saves a bunch yeah. of people, yeah. and then that just leads down this 
fucking 15, 18, books, 15, 18 book books. series. That's still that, going. That's yeah. still going. And then one other like tiny little thing that we got to give away because it's the, called the Skippyverse. Yeah, there's an AI, um, the elder AI from the original race uh, that inhabited the galaxy. That is that's, at, uh, the size of a beer can. Yeah. And is a sarcastic fucking... Yeah. Asshole. This is the humorous uh, humor break in it for um, sure. But yeah. also, the show's it's, a lot like, humorous. It, it, it's, it's also the magic button. It sounds yes, like this yeah. author was a big like uh, Douglas Adams fan. It's, he was it's very <laughs> Douglas Adams. Also, yeah. he was a first time. Um, he was a first time author. Self published on Amazon. Self published on Amazon. Didn't get picked up. Finally got picked up um, by Audible and. Uh, the guy who read The Martian, um, R.C. Bray, yeah. who is like one of the one, uh, just a fantastic. Yeah, the Martian is free on Audible all summer. The Martian is. Oh my uh, god! Yeah. If you haven't listened to that, fucking listen yeah. to it. It's fantastic. All of his books. Also, Artemis and Artemis. Hail Mary, new out and fantastic. We're, we're spending too much time. Okay, on okay. <laughs> but I just want to say, okay. uh, what was the last part of it? Fuck it. Yeah. Uh, yep. Okay. Yep. I'm going to just do one plug, Infinite Jest. So okay. it is, I, I said it's a slog. It's the most beautifully, the writing is beautiful. The story is discontinuous. It's it's kind of all over the place, and it doesn't really come together till late in the book, and then only sort of. But it is, it's, the writing's gorgeous. Sometimes it's super dark. Uh, David Foster Wallace, who wrote it, ended up committing suicide. And, like, when you read it, there's times where you're like, yeah, of course this guy committed suicide. He had a real sad, dark view of portions of humanity. God, I tell you, I don't think you're selling it, John. Yeah, no, I, it's, but it's so well written. It's just, it's like Breaking Bad. I tell people about Breaking Bad, and I'm like, listen, Breaking Bad is, like, the best character development I've seen since uh, Shakespeare, right? And I, Like, yeah, better than are. Martin? Yeah, uh, it's close. Well, close. I, let me, let, I would. Good job. I mean, did you just say Martin did an okay job? Martin did. I mean, there's only a few of the characters really develop, and who it, knows? We are how, talking about the books, correct? Right. Okay. Like, but through the f- books that are published, there hasn't yep. been that yep. much development. Are you kidding me? There's been Jamie so- Lannister. Like, I th- okay, like, yeah, Jamie like, Lannister. Like, yes, like yes, there has never yes. been. That is like that is that, yeah, that, that is the gold that standard. Is like the, the golden carrot, hand standard. The golden hand standard. Very good. Um, but that is like that is <laughs> yeah. like the that he's is the, the easiest yeah. one to point to yeah, in those yeah. books. But I mean, like I mean, the Zenith, Sansa Stark, you know, yeah, yeah, Arya, kind of, but she was kind of you could argue headed in that direction. Yeah, the Hound was isn't not isn't okay. Example, okay, like example was, but that's based on. But what, Jamie Lannister yeah. went from I fucking hated him, hated him, hated him, and then at the beginning of yeah. chapter ninety three, yeah. it says Jamie, and I like literally shut the book and was like, "Fuck you, Martin! I'm not reading it from Jamie's perspective. You can go fuck yourself! <laughs> oh God damn it!" And then yeah, not, yeah. One, now yeah. become my favorite character. Yeah. And it wasn't like a switch was flipped. Yeah. Yeah. It was an arc. Yeah, it's yeah, they're definitely arcs. They are for sure. But I I totally agree with you yeah. on Breaking Bad. But that was a television show. Yeah, right, like, right, right, but right. As as a television show, it's a it, great it arc. I know, oh. I know you can't handle it. I might start God, rewatching man. it. Oh, I mean, what, instead of watching so a good. lot of oh, shitty shows that I know are going to be shitty and I stick with and watch them for the duration, right? I should just watch just, that again. Yeah, just it's, t- just take your uh, take your your ball gag. And put that uh, fucker yeah. in and just sit there and just like yeah, just watch it. There are slow times. Like there's more episodes the than there costume? needed to be. There's, oh no, I yeah. don't think so. I think I, I mean I do 
I think it was perfect. Yeah, I I, it's pretty amazing. Um, I mean, because I get like I told you, I gave it two seasons before I like bailed out. Yeah, and I and I've said before, if you've given it two seasons and you still didn't like it, I don't know what the fuck is wrong with you. But on the other hand, I know some of the shit you've watched. You should like you're you're doing yourself a disservice to not follow it through. Has the best ending of any television series of all time. Even better than yeah. the best last season episode. of Game yeah. of Thrones? Yes. Um, oh, come wait, shut up. No. Second best. <laughs> uh, it, no, it's spectacular. It is, oh, that, the last season. Yeah, we is, can't even talk about it, but yeah, it's, but so, it's good. so good. Okay, I will watch that it. That is a hell of a um, character arc. Right? I will but, watch that before I watch Better Call Saul. But my point is, Infinite Jest you, is the I mean, writing is beautiful. Like, yeah. Beautiful. And you're, yeah, and Better Call Saul is good, too. Yeah. Um, and I don't think... Yeah, which takes place earlier, but... Well, it kind of takes place both, it takes place both before and after. both, yeah. Um, pretty well done, but it's not as good it, as It's more humorous. It's more humorous. More humorous. It's a little less dramatic, yeah, for sure. And... Uh, yeah. So, any other book recommendations? Uh, I loved Cryptonomicon, and you tried yeah. it. You... I, 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 well, I, I, I think I listened to about six hours of it. Yeah, and, and uh, it's a big one. It's and a I was good like twenty four hours. Very confused about what was going on. Right, because now it has I kind of understand the two timelines converge. Yeah, I, I still, I'm, I didn't return it. Yeah. Which, by the way, you can return an audiobook. Uh, that's one of the cool things. I do not know that. I'm going to totally return. In fact, can I light it on fire? Can I take a shit on it and light it on fire before I send it back? Is that even possible in this uh, format? Yeah, but it would wreck your phone. Yeah, you're right. Um, but <laughs> Assuming I have not done that already with this phone. Cryptonomicon was great. Snow Crash, which was by the same author, was good in a different way. It's more of your traditional William Gibson cyberpunk with a lot heavy, heavy... Uh, Dips into Sumerian theology and uh, it sounds like it's right up my alley, like, but I just like, Snow and, Crash. No, that's Snow Crash. That's a different but maybe, one. well, yeah, but the Namakon one. Maybe oh, yeah. I didn't like the reader. Maybe the reader wasn't given it. Given like uh, there are sometimes I have a really hard time with readers, and it like I don't no like it. He does a he are. does a, some voices that I don't care for. Like he does um, the. The Marine his voices. One of your recommend no. two of your recommendations though the same author. Uh, that I like am so grateful. I like oh Artemis it. and Hail Mary. Artemis and Hail, Hail Mary. Mary. God, so so it's the Martian Artemis and Hail Mary. Mary. Same author, oh. completely different readers on all completely of different readers and completely different universes. Like yeah. you know, basically the Martian takes place in our timeline. Yeah. Yeah. Or well, I guess they would maybe all be in our timeline, but yeah. all over the place. Yeah. So fucking good. But Hail Mary is probably one of the best. It, it's very moving. It's maybe one of the best standalone books. I've ever read. Yeah, I'd say I could say that. And it's, it's, there's book many many books that I yeah. liked more. I think I'm going to listen to The Martian before series. I uh, before I start in on uh Did, did you watch the movie cards. The Martian? Hmm? Did you watch the movie The Martian? I did. Is that going to is that going to interfere? Well, it's See, just, I haven't actually read the book. I saw the movie. I didn't bother reading the book cuz I saw the movie and there was a bunch of other books I had to read. So It's worth it's worth listening to. It's worth to. listening to. Um but it's not it's not it's not essential because yeah. it's the same fucking story. But He's a wonderful writer, and R.C. Bray is a amazing yeah. uh, narrator. For sure. It's a super fun book to listen to. It's a it's a book where I was like laughing out loud pretty consistently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't listen to a lot of super funny ones. Well, I guess I shouldn't say that. Well, I mean, Maverick. Yeah, yeah Skippy verse. Yeah, Skippy verse is great. I would say there's and a fair then, amount of humor in the Baba verse. What, what was the other yeah. one? The Baba verse. So th- that is what's the name of that? Series? Uh, uh, it doesn't really. Um, the first book was We Are Legion. We Are Legion, yes. That's oh, what it was you need We Are Legion, up. We Are Bob. This we Are Legion, We Are Bob. Bob. This is another just fucking fantastic universe that is so wacky out there. 
but all very like very hard science very hard science yeah. and whatever and uh it's it's it kind of takes on the um you know have you ever like done the mind experiment like what happens if i were to if they were to take like a uh a uh um snapshot of my you know cerebral if they cortex my brain. and yeah. download my brain into like a body a that would live body. or a machine that would live forever is that me is that me now and then it and then it just it re- expands that and then if that technology exists what sub technologies would that spawn very interesting yeah, yeah. and there's hmm. some real good D in there Really? Is, oh, there is. Right? There is. Yeah, I, yeah. I was listening yeah, to that. I forgot about I, that. And that's... I was like, I was like, oh my god, Kyle fucking love this. Well, and that's, that's how what I found is, out about the Skippy verse. That's um, it's called We, we are, are Legion. Bob. We are Bob. Bob. Yeah. Hmm. And, and there's like four books. The first three are like under eight hours, and yeah. the third one's which to me sized. is minus sign. Yeah, like, is a minus sign uh, for, for sure. Yeah. Like I, I, uh, but I, you. So this is this is like how much I took your recommendation i purchased a book that was less than eight hours right right yeah i I was like normally avoid that just because i was like this is this is not a good return on my investment but it's really good i'm listening to it multiple times excellent because it was really it was good um and it is really the kind of um it's such a fun listen that you can really just pop it up i think i've listened to the first book probably three times i've listened to all the the skip of her stuff but i just listened to all those yeah um, I, I don't really have a recommendation, but I just have to confess something. What? Uh, the, uh, the, I just finished, I think it was like 12 books. And uh, they, there was a three-book omnibus on uh, – which what does omnibus mean? Uh, collection. Collection? Uh, omnibus? It should be. That's, that was should an, be called a yeah. trilogy. That horrible 30-hour slog was – collection. Yeah, but it's not the complete collection, yeah, but which, whatever. Yeah. It was, it, but it, it, it's called. Um, fuck, I don't even want to say it. it's called Blood Dragon, and it is a uh, young adult female romance sci-fi fantasy book. And I so I listened to this. <laughs> I listened to the to these three books. They were they were fucking great, and then I kept going, and I'm uh, I just finished like book twelve, I think, and they're all like ten to sixteen hours long, and okay. But Jesus Christ, I know it's a romance, but it's really fucking cute. And they like are, uh, they're really good characters. I'm not ashamed of it at all. (laughs) All right. I'll make one more recommendation. This should be a Twitter video. Oh, no. Go ahead. Oh, no. Oh, no. uh, We did talk about Protector. And I think the known space books from, is Larry Niven, or the known space books. Of which Ringworld was included, and the first Ringworld's good. The latter ones were written later in his career, where he's more obsessed with his penis and you know sex and stuff. But the and they don't. I don't know. He's kind of losing it. I think as he ages. But the the original, the earlier books in the Known Space series, including there's like Essential Trees, Planet of Taffs. Okay. And it's particularly Protector. That known space, that's yeah, the name yeah. of the Yeah, okay, and that I'm was the first it. time I saw a really good battle, like space battle, where it was like, the guy was like a light year away, so you'd fire yeah. your lasers and you'd have to predict what he would do and he'd have to predict what you would do, so if you can hopefully hit him with the laser when it gets there a year later. It's something like yeah. you get, that you don't think of is that, like, yeah. uh, there was a part in the last Baba first book yeah. where they talk about yeah. like, like uh, 
um, the thing that you don't, you got to re- keep in mind in this battle yeah. is the speed of light. And the guy's like, oh, yeah, the speed of light's really fast. I get it. No, you don't get it. <laughs> the speed of light's really the slow. The speed of light's really slow. slow. Yeah. I thought that was interesting. Um, uh, what the fuck was I going to say? Shit. I had it right on the tip of my tongue. Okay. Uh, we I think really have to wrap. Audible, yeah. is, Audible yeah. is reading my mind, by the way. Um, Audible is reading your mind. Yeah. It's starting to give you like... Well, uh, I, w- I was. it gave me a... Uh, I was thinking about starting uh, listening to some Harry Turtledove, oh, um, who I used to really enjoy. I and I was like, I haven't fucking read any Harry Turtledove in a long time. He was a fucking great, like, uh, another great, uh, like, alternate history. Yeah, yeah. And um, fucking sure enough, like, I'm thinking about it. The next day, I'm like, oh, oh I don't know. Harry Turtledove's Maybe. got a new book on it. It's owned by Amazon, they so give I would me assume the worst so. predictions. Like, I, I actually oh, yeah. do a lot better. I was almost thinking, like, uh, where's I the wish... Netflix? So, I, that, yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, man, Audible, you need to get, you need to give me a search thing where I can type in three different books that I like. Yes, and, yes. and then that will give me a trifecta yeah. of books. Like, come on, how fucking hard is this? Or like, probably really fucking hard. I remember when I first. But you're got super scientist. Netflix years oh, ago. I remember you what rated I had to say. A bunch of movies, and then it would predict based on. So, yeah, which yeah. sounds more reasonable? You still have not listened to the Expanse. I haven't listened. Oh. No, watch the show. I know you watch the show, and you really liked it. But and knowing I, it, how much you it's on like, my to do list, how much you like uh, hard it's science yeah. books. I'm telling you, it, it's on my to do list. They're. It's they're the best. They're the best. And I've is ever Caliban's read. was that the first one? Uh, uh, Leviathan wakes. I, I fucking can't I don't remember. know. I, there's eight books. So yeah. there's eight books so far. Cinnabon burn. And I, uh, I, I just I, they're some of my favorite yeah. books ever. Uh, I mean, they're yeah. really, really good. Right now, I'm trying to do Gravity's Rainbow, but I'm getting stuck. It's hmm. Thomas Pinchant. It's well. Let's not talk about yeah. shit. Yeah. I want I have one time more thing, and I just okay, want yeah, to yeah. talk about it yeah. because yeah. we. Uh, uh, we kind of promised we were going to talk about it, and uh, people are probably curious. So the last episode, uh, Kyle and I talked a little bit about the idea that I was going to be starting a um, a uh, law enforcement specific uh, jujitsu class, and I just want to announce that that as has happened. Last Thursday was my was my first class, and Matt got his instructor stripes. Oh yeah, um, I was promoted to professor. Uh, please don't call me that. <laughs> I said that to, to my guys. Um, Brock came up, and 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 all that means uh, for those of you who don't know, and who, I mean, who the fuck does? It's complicated. Um, but in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, once you become a black belt, you can be a black belt for ten years and never become a professor. Um, but when you getting your professor stripes, it essentially means you're you're now. Uh, trusted to promote other people is what you, it means. You know, you've now right? got the glow. Yeah, it's kind of like the cape and scepter, you know. And another one for Katie. Okay, and the, uh, but the, yeah, the class went fucking great. Like really good. We had like uh, six uh, police officers there, and then a couple of other guys that um, just from the gym. And uh, I just think it's it's. I, I really really hope that it catches on the way that I want it to. Um, but I just know that the, if the people that stick with it are gonna um, gonna have good results. So this was the awesome. whole thing. I think I've talked to you about this, or maybe I just watched the podcast where it was jujitsu training uh, allows for more safe arrests. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. It's basically just um, uh, learning how to like control your opponent without hurting them is what Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is all about. It's right. what we do all the time. Now, there are some modifications you have to make when you're talking about law enforcement because, number one, there's some legal restrictions. Yeah. Like, And 
they're pretty restrictive yeah. uh, on, especially on Minnesota police. And I mean, I understand why those restrictions came up. I just 100% disagree with them. But whatever, we have to work inside the law. Yeah. So there's, you, you can do no neck restraint in any way, shape, or form, which I get that. Um, but choking that somebody is from, the, yeah. yeah, well, I get why <laughs> it came, but it, but unfortunately, it's super yeah. unfortunate because if you actually know how to apply a choke, it's the absolutely safest way to, to uh, um, uh, what do I, I don't want to say when I say disable that sounds like I'm yeah. saying like hit him in the head with incapacitate with a, that incapacitate doesn't sound that doesn't sound right either yeah. but make them go make them go sleepy, sleepy sleep, sleep yeah without hurting it, it them tend to their safety and the safety of the people around them um it's like also if you want to bounce you should also think about oh too. which would which, you don't think about it which would it. this would be a good also a good class uh for bouncing because it's a lot about like controlling your opponent from standard position but um yeah, I mean, it's ten thousand times more safe to, yeah. to choke somebody unconscious than to uh, than to uh, tase them. Yeah. Do you remember back at the eclectic cafe when you thought you oh. could because you were really good oh, at yeah, holding no, you your breath? Me out. Yeah, you said you could hold your breath for three. Oh, minutes I'm like, or, I can hold my breath. Well, a minute. I know I can hold and, it for a minute. I made it like I, ten seconds in a choke. No, you didn't make it ten seconds. <laughs> I made it like three I, seconds. I, in a I, choke. I don't remember what we bet. It was some some minor minor yeah, thing, yeah. but. I was like, yeah. I was like, there's no chance that yeah. you can hold that you can <laughs> two not different, two go different to sleep <laughs> within ten seconds of yeah. the show. And you were like, and you wouldn't. Yeah, it turns right. out that the blood's not going to the brain. It's not about the <laughs> explained oxygen that up yeah, front, yeah, but he didn't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah it's an instantaneous yeah. instantaneous knockout. Yeah. So anyway, if you're interested in checking that out, it's every Thursday at six fifteen. If you're in law enforcement, if you're a bouncer, if you're a first responder, or um, you know, uh, work in corrections, or if you just want to come and like figure out how to fuck up cops no i'm just kidding about that but <laughs> um or if you just want to come and check it out it's just like every other uh, brazilian jiu-jitsu class it's open to everybody who's a member of takedown and i think it's really important and i really hope it takes off and it's going to right on. anything else this was super fun yeah, yeah. I, feel, I know i feel I'm bad gonna, that i have to you go. know what i'm pushing a i'm, I'm pushing the to be continued button I like it. I would so, like it. We would love back. to have I'd you back to on. Back. Yeah, a, we've got so much a, more stuff to talk yeah. about. Much obviously, longer yeah. list than we got. Yeah. Through. So, good. All right. All right. Well, sounds thanks good. Thanks for We will talk guys. to you guys next time. I got the blues so bad one time it put my face in a permanent frown. You know I'm feeling so much better. I could cake walk into town. I woke up this morning feeling so good, you know I laid back down again. Throw your big leg over me, mama, I just might not feel this good again. My baby, oh my baby, I love the way she walks. When my girl gets sleepy, I love the way she baby talks. My work done got scarce, honey. All my work, it done got hard. I spent the whole day stealing chickens, mama from the rich folks' yard. So bad.
time it put my face in a permanent frown. Now I'm feeling so much better I could cakewalk in the town. I wanna go on a picnic in the country, mama, and stay all day. I don't care if I don't do nothing, just while my time away. I got the blues so bad one time it put my face in a permanent frown. You know I'm feeling so much better, I could cakewalk in the town.